It's time! Whoa! Boom! Hello! And welcome to another episode of Dragons of Dread Forts, the ultimate Game of Thrones companion podcast. Woo! I'm Justin. <laughs> That's Nikki. You heard it here first. That's Lydia. I feel like I need an alter ego name Ooh. in these pants. Some, some kind of bro name. <laughs> yeah. Um, Chad? No, Ooh. Chad's too on the nose. Lloyd. Mm. I don't think that reminds me of Hoyt. someone I don't like. These aren't douchey enough. Chad's... Chad's too douchey. Hoyt is again, it's, super douchey. It's Lydia. Hoyt's old. I feel like I need a like a bro name that's like a a place though, like Dallas or oh like Mac. Oh something. yeah, you know I mean? Denver, Dallas, and Orlando. Yeah, my something three, like that. My three favorite. Dallas is probably <laughs> the best bet of those. Or you could just be somewhere like Sacramento. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And just everyone calls you Sac. Yep. <laughs> Honestly. Perfect. Sack it is. Sack it is. I look like a man, but I've never felt more like a woman. I don't think you look like a man. I think you look like a woman who shopped at a thrift store. Hell yeah. For some cargo shorts. A woman who really had to do some yard work, so she just (laughs) stole You look like a strong, independent woman who's doing your own shit around the house. Honestly. That's right. This old thing. This old thing. This old thing. These old things. (laughs) Um... Yeah, I and mean, I'm here too. And Keith's yeah. here too. <laughs> <laughs> and Keith, sorry we got off the rails there. That's those right. cargo shorts could talk. Mm, Nicholas, mm, mm. what? <laughs> Thanks for your donation of cargo shorts. Anytime to the cause. Anytime. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I want to get one of those slimming dresses, that's skin tight for Nick. That's what I really want. <laughs> I would not wear those. No. Come on, bro. No, they show. I I would have to wear some spanks if I'm wearing that. I wear spanks and then put that dress on. What if you just wear a cup? I want everything to be. Toit. I don't want things to be. Bouncing. That's what the dress does. Jiggling. Right? You know, you brush your teeth without a shirt on and you're like, God, what's wrong? I with don't this? do that. Good, good. We've discussed this. <laughs> don't do that. I get out of the shower, I it's towel depressing. off, and then I walk to he my He dries closet. off the shirt that he wore in the shower. <laughs> he puts on a dry one, takes the wet one off underneath it, then and puts another dry <laughs> one on and takes that middle one off. <laughs> and there's several layers you of. You wear clothes in the shower. That's what we're saying. Yeah, bro. Okay, got He's it. He's never nude. Never nude. Yeah, brushing, um, brushing your teeth without a shirt on when you're fat is a bad, bad idea. If yeah. you want something to just kill your self esteem, do no, that. I don't do that because I already we just we've discussed it's this. Gone. <laughs> I already hate how I look. Sure, that's why I don't ever not wear clothes. You're gonna hate the way you look. That's why I at a guarantee pool, it. <laughs> that's why at a pool party, I it took three hour, four hours for me to decide I'm gonna slip in the pool real quick before while no one's out here. I understand. I think, yeah. Just because it didn't take three or four hours doesn't mean that other people don't hate the way they look as well. <laughs> no, no, but I'm just telling you for, yeah. I don't, I'm, we're not, I'm not talking about other people. I'm okay. talking about for me, when I don't I'm do things about, like brush my teeth with my shirt off because <laughs> I won't even good. go to a pool party and take my shirt don't off. Don't do it. Don't I'm never do going it. to. I do it every You once don't have to worry it's about a terrible that. idea. Terrible. Why? If you know you hate it, why would you do it to yourself? Sometimes you just find yourself in the moment and you're like, oh shit, this is going to suck. Nah. We just hoped no one saw it. You just hoped that it, it was only you that well, saw this. Problem is, I'm the one who has to live with the image in my head all day. Yeah, that's true. 
It's not as much the image as the feeling. The jiggle feeling is not a feeling that I like. You can just mm. get an electric one. That's true. Toothbrush? We'll let that do yeah. the work for you. You still have to move it. Well, yeah, but you're not, yeah, like, not like shaking jiggling. yourself around. Oh, I still brush. Man's the I, jiggling. <laughs> I have I do have an electric toothbrush, but I still Imagine do. how people with breasts feel. I understand how people with breasts feel, I think. Every action they do is like <laughs> jiggling. I mean an equal and opposite reaction. <laughs> do you mean to get you a bra? Maybe. Will that make you feel better if it did That's one of the, I think the funnier Seinfeld episodes oh, yeah. is the, the bro. The bro. The man's ear. The man's ear. <laughs> it's a good one. It is a good one. Um, Are we done being mean to ourselves? Where were we? No, probably not. We're a Game of Thrones podcast. <laughs> That's right. Well, we were going to see if Nick had apologies. I do not have apologies because I haven't heard the episode. Okay. Well, Lydia, anything I you want to talk about? did hear you be mean to me, though. And thank you for your apology. <laughs> But it was funny. I didn't apologize. It, it was funny. Think. You did too apologize. What are you talking about? No, I said I was mean to you, but that I didn't care. Oh, well, never mind. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Not cool. I don't have anything to apologize for. Why would you? That I like should... noise you made near the end. You should apologize oop, for that. Oop. <laughs> I make that noise a lot in real life. I've never when heard I'm that uncomfortable. One it's like, oop, oop. I don't even remember. What were you uncomfortable about? Um, when Nick told you that your hairline's receding, oh, I didn't. Yeah. I just confirmed it. I didn't. It, wasn't yeah, it was when Nick it confirmed what you said about your hair. It was hurtful, but it was more hurtful that you made the noise to confirm it. So, I wasn't confirming anything except for eh, you're confirming that you were uncomfortable because it's true. It's fine. I don't think it's true. I, it your hair it has always looked like this as far as I've known you, but I haven't known you for that long. I've known you a while. I've known you since before my hair started doing this. It's recent. I've noticed it like in the last year. I it's haven't. Bothering me. I haven't really either. Thank God. I've known you the longest. Like, I've known you since before I moved to Florida. You're welcome. Were you guys like pen pals or something? Yeah. <laughs> well, he sent me Polaroids. He used to live in Ukraine, and so we would write back and forth. Well, that was well, before he was, the whole. Right, when he was practicing English. Yeah. No, I came down here for like an interview and met him then. He maybe doesn't remember it, but I do. There were a few people that I liked. And a I, lot. Was, I was not one of them, and that's why he remembers me. That's not true. <laughs> you were one of the ones I liked. That ass. That's when you lived over uh, it behind the Publix still. Behind the Publix. Do you live in those townhouses? Not townhouses. Was I living? When did you move to Florida? 2012. Were you already in your condo by then? No, I was still with Andy. Oh. You were gay at some point in your life? Then who lived over there? Mm-hmm. We were at someone's house. That's cool. I don't remember who it was. That thought it was yours. Maybe it was. I don't know time. Okay. Anyway, you didn't have a beard at that point. I did or did not? Did not. It's true. Clean, clean shaven. He also wasn't as salt and peppery. That's mm. also true. What, what time... Ravages us all. <laughs> I know. I, some people, it does. It's it's just gray. Yours is like. That's I true. know we've talked about this before. It's like you did it on purpose. It does. It, it looks so good. I did. I focused all of my effort into this one thing. You could be on the touch of gray box for sure. For sure. Faux show. Be a Faux lie show. though, because I get that for show. Yours is just natural, right? Well, I mean, it is a touch of gray, but just like this product didn't do anything. Right. It's like those bodybuilders that are like promoting all of the products that they promote. And you're like, you've never done that once. Yeah. You, I don't, you just spend 20 hours in a gym every day. You must have not heard my whole. No, I did. <laughs> I was, I was 
agreeing and then one upping you. Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. All right. So we went through mm-hmm. Keith's uh, living history, mm-hmm. and we've gone through uh, Lydia's awkward noises mm-hmm. that she makes. Mm-hmm. And Justin's gone through his no wrist. Pop my wrist. Apologies from me. It hurts. I think we're ready to go. Are we? Do you have anything Seems you need to add? Me? No. Okay. Nah. Onward and upward. Onward and downward. Stormborn. Season 7, episode 2. Released on ju- July. July. <laughs> July 23rd. It's my favorite month. I wrote 2022. That's a fucking lie. It's 2017. Um. Wow. I, I really am losing it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we've talked about it before. Like, if I was like, teetering on the edge i think that i've arrived hmm. i think it's just all the spiral <laughs> from here good to know so oh. maybe it's all spiral from here that mm-hmm. i would like specifically if i could get turned into a glass crystal green dragon mm. glass bastard that'd be cool anyway anyway directed by mark mylod written by the Cogman. What what happened to Sapochnik? He's just on vacation. He got fired, axed. It was such a long time between seasons that he did the two he best died. episodes, and they were like, "Ah, fuck it, this guy sucks." Well, he was fuck like, "I want to make more," and they were like, "Well, we're going to make you wait a while." And he was like, "Well, I got other stuff to do." Then right. I guess probably going to save him for the last two episodes of the season. I hope so. That feels like the move now. He he's... actually started writing the books. <laughs> God, Honestly. well, he's he's challenging. George slacking because it's been five fucking years. Well, yeah, they're still battling. It's Ram- been longer than that. Ramsey and John mm-hmm. still battling. Yep. Man. Forever. Good to know. Hope not. We open with Danny. Yeah, we do. Uh, in the storm. It's raining. Where she was born. Where she was born. It's pouring. The storm born, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, she talks about, you know, it's not much of a homecoming. I feel like I like storms. And She's- especially with the open windows there. Big fan. Yeah. Yeah, that's a cool, cool little, uh, little lookout. It's kind of ominous, though. It is a little bit like, I don't know if this is foreshadowing, or if this is just happenstance, but it is curious that she was born on a night like this, and now she returns on a night like this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's curious. Uh, they talk about Cersei, um, and how, yeah, the people despise her. Then she kind of cuts off Varys and is like, oh, you know, Viserys and kind of gets into that whole bit. I had some problems here. Mm. Um, but before that, she, um, Tyrion mentions, or she mentions, I'm, who says I'm, you're not here to be Queen of the Ashes? Is it Tyrion, Tyrion or Varys? Tyrion says that. Tyrion says that. Uh-huh. I think that's a really good line. Yeah. Um, she said. Danny said if Viserys had three dragons and an army at his back, he'd have invaded King's Landing already. Tyrion which is said, true, by the way. Yep. Tyrion said conquering Westeros would be easy for you, which is also true. But you're not here to be Queen of the Ashes. Yeah. Danny says no. Where Where did Slaughterhouse come in? I wrote um, that down. Did I make that up? I think he may have made it up, man. I don't. It would have been sooner. It would have been like sooner. It would have. It would be a slaughterhouse. Yeah, I guess. Oh yeah, no, you're right. You're right. 
Tyrion says we can take the Seven Kingdoms without turning it into a slaughterhouse. There we go. I never wrote it down. The great houses support your claim against Cersei. The game is won. And then you talk about the support and their allies and how they've built, you know, some allies. Then then it gets a little spicy. So then she kind of focuses in on Varys. This is that conversation that I said I was missing a couple episodes ago. If y'all remember, yes. I said we got robbed of it. We did at the time, but now at least we're getting it again. We are getting it. And I feel like it's long overdue. Long overdue. Tension has risen. Danny seems a little bit on edge. The storm is frustrating her. Mm. The everyone telling her what she should do and what she shouldn't do is it's all just frustrating her. And I think that she finally has the moment with Varys where she's like, I got bones to pick with you. There's a lot of people around, but I'm gonna do it right now. I don't care what we were talking about. This is the moment. So um I liked it. I gotta say. Gave me a little hard? Yeah. No. Hard on? No. Half chub? No. Quarter chub. Get your mind out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Lydia just pointed to her cargo shorts. My new crotch. Permachub. My new crotch. Uh, that is okay. the worst part about cargo shorts. Uh, some shorts just do that. Massive fake boner. I kind of like it. <laughs> you would get over it quick, I believe think me. you would be the person who would just play with your dick. You want to know why we walked around with gym bags all day? <laughs> That's why we walked around with gym bags all day. I just wore uh, shorts under my jeans. It was a, very uncomfortable. It wasn't the most comfortable, um, but it prevented. Sure kept those boners from showing through. Yeah. Mm. Helped helped alleviate that a little bit. <laughs> Keith's face. <laughs> what it did. Come on, Keith, chime in. Come on, man. You never had an NRB. Get what out of here. What did you do to hide your chubs? I didn't wear multiple layers of clothing. Real waistbander. No. I was really self-waistband. I was really self-conscious about it, it. Good for you. Problem with the waistband <laughs> is you got to get it in the waistband somehow, and yeah. that it's attracts a lot of attention. Never right. as slick as you want it to be. However, those shorts right there are good for it because the pockets are big and a yeah. lot of space down here. <laughs> you just stick your hand in your pocket while you're sitting down. Rub it right out. And just <laughs> up yep. in your waistband. Excuse it's me. true. Excuse me. Hold on. What's done <laughs> i perfected it it's like a fast sneeze like, yeah exactly <laughs> i had this teacher in eighth grade i don't remember her name i don't remember her name but she was uh i think that she tried to make all the boys horny on purpose i had that teacher i'm too. sure <laughs> like she was young in eighth grade yeah she was young and hot and she always would like you know the whole like dramatically lean over the desks kind of thing yeah. she did that shit nonstop. yep it I, was yeah. the worst. And I sat, it was a science class. I sat in the front and I just, I the, got the, a face. Mine was a science class too. Mine was chemistry, but I think it was sophomore year. It was either freshman year or sophomore year. And you had chemistry with Yeah, it? chemistry. That's a little on the nose. Justin, well, was that's yours good anatomy? Point. I didn't think about that. No, but my, remember <laughs> I, told, I told you guys about the Girls Gone Wild teacher? Yes. Different teacher, also yeah, a science teacher. A lot of hot teachers. Science is just that like freaky subject. I guess. All of my that science was in high teachers school. were old men. <laughs> I'm Lucky sorry, you, man. You really missed out, bud. Maybe that's why you didn't need the extra shorts under your jeans. <laughs> also true. But I also learned if you like flex other parts of your body, like the blood can't be there. Where were you? Whoa. In, why didn't you tell me that? Why weren't you Nick's science teacher? <laughs> <laughs> the things we need to really teach children. Listen, if you ever need to redirect the blood in your body for any reason, <laughs> I'm not pointing anything out, boys. Flex your butt cheeks. Flex your calf muscle. Yep. Flex your calf. Focus on it. Interesting. Yeah. That's a very Keith way to handle that. 
It's like sticking it's your tongue on the top of your mouth to cure brain Because I'm telling you, the only thing I could think of was mm-hmm. the fact that I had a boner in class. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> it was the worst. That's it. And how so badly I didn't want anyone else to notice. Please don't get harder. Please don't God, get harder. Please, please don't get please, harder. Please, please. Damn, why are you getting harder? I don't want to have to stand up. I, the, I would wait until like the bell rang. I would just fucking wait. Dead puppies, dead puppies, dead puppies, dead puppies. <laughs> it doesn't work. Well, it doesn't and the great work. thing about that is like everyone else in the room is going through the exact same thing. Yeah. No one's, why are no one's sitting talk, down. We didn't talk about it then though. So like right, I, mean, no. I didn't know that. Right. But now we're talking about it and now I feel a lot better. God. Puberty. What a time in life. Puberty and a... Uh, realm where you just didn't talk about sexual things at all no not in my conservative nope state of tennessee that christian that was what was weird. state it was a down christian there school and this this lady was telling us about like about her fake tits like about them and it was very strange what do you mean um i guess one popped at some point ouch did she turn this into a lesson Nope. Did she have you all feel where it popped? <laughs> <laughs> if you want to feel right here. Make a line on this side Were of the wall. Were they lopsided? Uh, I think for that time or whatever. She had to get it fixed. Like She was telling us about the experience. What are those made of? Silicone? Saline. Saline. A lot of different things. Or oh. silicone. Is silicone like, it's gel, right? It's like I a guess. gel? I don't know. But the saline's like a liquid, right? Mm-hmm. Saline sounds right. So it's like, like get in the... If it pops, they're very dangerous. Uh, I feel like that would get in your. You have to get them replaced so they don't deteriorate. But then, yeah, they can pop, and it's a. It's not great. Let's. Here's a question: If someone dies mm-hmm. and they've got fake breasts, mm-hmm. do they remove them, or they just bury them with fake breasts? Why would they remove Why would them? They remove them. I don't know. Do you use them? I think it kind you of. You want to keep these from your grandma? <laughs> I think if they're possibly like cremating them, they might. Because I feel like. Ooh. Do they explode? That would be interesting. They're like batteries. They just explode. I don't know. When the aliens true. come, mm-hmm. which they do constantly. I think they've already come. And they like look at the remnants of humanity. Mm-hmm. They're just going to dig up a bunch of caskets. There's just going to be bones and And implants. Bags. I wonder if they ever, descend, like, ever decompose. I don't know. So like you just have this skeleton and then these two saline bags sitting on top. I don't know. Is that yeah? I don't know. This is it's fascinating (laughs) to me. I never thought about this. I think I've read something about it, but I don't remember it enough to speak on it. But the internet's out there. I know surprisingly little for being a man in my thirties. I know surprisingly little about fake breasts. (laughs) Do you know a lot about real breasts? (laughs) That's a fair question. The answer to that is no. Um. More than I do about fake breasts. I'm sorry to call you out. It was just it's right fine. there and, and I had to. <laughs> I just mean like. Call me mid puff too. Mid-puff. I just feel like some some people know more about stuff like that than I do. You know? I don't know. About fake breasts? Well, or Keith, both? Keith's right. Mm. Both. Two big okay. bags of sand. That's what I'm like. I don't even know. Yeah, you're like Steve Carell in the 40 year old virgin. You're just like, <laughs> me so horny, me so stupid. <laughs> That's what I'm like. Oh, there's so I don't know. I don't yeah. fucking know. I don't. <laughs> Two big bags of sand. Bags of sand. Bags of sand. Um. Anyway, we got way off topic. How did fake boobs come into this? Uh, in RBs. Ah. Uh, this little guy. And then <laughs> the teachers that yeah. were hot. Hot mm-hmm. teachers. And then the exploded teacher boobs. Fun fact: that woman's last name was Wigglesworth. 
No, no way. it was I not. swear to God, I'll fucking find. She's my Facebook friend now. Ready? I bet she is. I know you said Facebook, but it sounded like you said Facebook, and I hope that there's a Facebook. <laughs> oh, there. there's for sure. I'm Facebook. sure there's a Facebook. Look. Let's see her. Okay. Is she a hottie? Not really anymore. What's she doing these days? Besides trying to turn on Christian school boys. Ashley Wigglesworth. Right there. In retrospect, was she hot or was she just hot? No, she... Yeah, in retrospect. Why are all her pictures fucking blurry? Uh, I don't know. But she... Yeah, she was hot then. She's not hot now. Okay. Oh, she... Yeah. I'm sorry if you listened to this, Ashley. Oh, really? Yeah, she was... uh, She was uh, like trainer for FSU football before she decided to teach. She's not really... Not my type. No, not at all. But I can see... You know, if I was a if you're a ninth grade boy, ninth grade boy, and the rest and of your teachers are dog shit. Here you go. These, this is the most recent, by the way. So whatever picture she has automatically show up is like years old. Yeah, it's from 2011. That would that would fit. Yeah, so you have to scroll. This one's from 2017, so still not super recent, but you get a better picture of what she may well, look like. Time has been not good to her. Not good to her. That's uh, just to prove the last name. I want to prove the last name because I feel like I don't believe me. Because you said you didn't believe me. I she mean, looks cute I don't know. here. I don't know why you would lie about that. Show Keitherson. If you scroll like to one of the 2010 pictures, there was one that she was cute. Again, that would have. So if I sophomore year would have been 2010, and I think it was sophomore year. Damn, I was graduating in 2010. Yeah, you old. I like this progression. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Shoulder. Just a shoulder. Look at that shoulder. For the record, it's just a picture of someone's shoulder. Yeah. Well, I don't even know if it's hers. It is <laughs> because the next picture is the full picture. Oh, why? Why Different did that shoulder. happen? Why? Why are older why people is this so happening? strange? <laughs> I don't know, Lydia. You're I'm saying know. older people. I'm pretty sure she's probably my age. Yeah, I think like she I is. said, I older she people. Is. Get out of here with that. So you said you like Varys getting reamed out a little bit. Because it's fair, these are all fair points. What 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 Danny is is saying is understandable, and it needs to be said. I like Varys's response. I'm not saying that she should have killed him. I like that he stick to his, he stuck to his guns. He wasn't like, yeah, I served who I had to serve. No, 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 I served the realm. That's what I did. But I also liked her response, saying, "Hey, if you ever think that I'm not living up to what I should be, let me know. Tell me. Give me some feedback." So I can make a change. Don't just conspire behind my back and then kill me. Like, I yeah, I want to know. By the way, if you do betray me, I'll burn you alive. Burn you alive. And we all smile about it. Uh, no, hell no. I love Varys. No, no, no. They smiled about it. Varys oh, smiled yeah, when yeah, we yeah, saw yeah. that. Yeah. I thought you meant like we, the viewer, smiled because we no, want no, that no, to no, happen. No. Hell no. They were like, ah, that's a funny joke, but it's serious. But it, we know it's true. Yeah. So she, I mean, she is, you're right. She does have a point here. I just feel like Varys just went on this really kind of dangerous mission on your behalf, got you some allies that you desperately needed in Westeros. Which is why he's still alive. And then your first, the first interaction that we see really of them is her like going in super hard on him. Well, she did. He did kind of try to have her killed. Yeah, not kind (laughs) of. Yeah, I was softening a little bit. Oh, okay. Definitely had her or tried You're to have her flexing killed. something else in your body yes. while you were saying mm-hmm. that? Constantly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I, I feel kind of torn about this scene. 
I like Danny's right, but I think that Varys. I like Varys. I think that Varys has proven to be true to what he says, and that's that bit about like serving the realm. And his response here is like, like I believe in you. Like I think that you are what we've always needed and always wanted. We've never seen him say that to him. We've seen him serve other kings. He's never said that to to or about any of those other kings. This is the first time he's ever. Joffrey was just as dangerous, if not more, than Danny, and he never played Joffrey's game. Robert was a loose cannon. He didn't play his game. Like Varys isn't someone who's like scared to stand up to people. Um, yeah, no. you're a mess. That's actually the hand of the queen, though. I know. <laughs> All right, sure. We uh we didn't talk about that when Ta- when Tyrion got it, but the bar, but the uh, silver one, the can opener, the silver one's the hand of the queen. That's fun. Mm. Yeah. And he has a gold I hand of the, the king at his house. King at my house. Cute. We're matching. Uh-huh. Separated them. They're actually both his. And if you put them together, do they form a heart with the two hands? Yes. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, but back to what we were talking about. I think for Danny, she's probably had a lot of people say these sort of things and not mean it or like just been lying. So like, how do you trust that? I mean, let, uh, so let's think about the people that she's encountered to this degree. The masters never tried to sugarcoat things with her. They were always like, fuck you bitch kind of deal. So that that's not the same. Jorah was always, I mean, Jorah had the bit where he was like sending letters, but then by time she was old enough to, in his mind, like matter and have her own story, he did change, and he was loyal, unbelievably. Yeah, but as soon as she found out that he wasn't, he she sent him away. I know because he had countless opportunities to be the person who told her that. Right. No, I'm not saying one or the other is right in the situation. I'm just saying for Danny, like she's just she's never encountered this before like truth of this. So like what your reaction has to be like, are you, are you being serious? Oh yeah. Because like I'll, everything you're saying, one is crazy because who talks like this? And two, like I, I haven't been able to actually trust someone like this ever. I think my beat, my, my, not my beat. My challenge is that I, one thing I've always liked about Danny is she has both sides to her. She has a really soft, compassionate, kind side, and she also has the fierce, like, warrior queen side, and mm-hmm. she has always blended those really well. Neither of those necessarily has ever, like, trumped the other one, but we've we've lost out on that, like, um, kind, compassionate side of Danny for a while now. She, like, it's, it's, she's been through a lot of shit, but it's has, been a long time since we've seen that. She has a lot more kindness and compassion when it comes to the common people to the weak than she does for the highborn or the lords or the people who are in positions of power. She does not have, have that for those people. And, but she also is fairly understanding. Like, I think she's still a good ruler and still someone that those people want to serve because, because they see that respect it. And also she, she takes in all of the information and then makes an informed decision from there. Um, which is what happens here with Varys after, putting him to the test, asks him pointed questions. He answers them. Okay. Maybe. And then eventually gets, and eventually she opens him up to the point where he says, yeah, I, I did what I had to do for the realm. I'm not, I'm not blindly 
going to follow someone. I think he says incompetence shouldn't be rewarded with blind loyalty, which is a great line. Yeah. Um, and he said, and, and like he serves the realm because someone has to. And he leads that into, and that led me to you, and I chose, I choose you. I think you're you're the best best ruler we have. Um, I, but again, I like I like that Danny, you know, takes that and says, by the way, if ever comes a time where you where you change your mind on that, would you let a motherfucker know? I like that part a lot. Yeah, I just feel like she went in before really giving him a chance to like talk. Not very many other rulers that we've seen that would invite criticism. No, none. And it's like, well, it's, it, I mean, it's like Rob, John. Ned probably would. I want to be Ned honest. Probably would be okay with it. Even Rob and John have not. I mean, Rob's gone, but he didn't seem to be super thrilled about people like challenging him. John, his own sister's not allowed to. I know. He literally told her, and we end don't this do that shit. with him putting her in charge. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll get right. there. We'll get there. But yeah, I. I, I mean, sure. No one, no one else. No one fights like a son. No one else has invited it necessarily. No, that I that I agree with. Yeah. Like I, that's what that's my point is that I think Danny's the first person we've seen right. that truly, genuinely has been like, "Tell me." Um, I like that about her a lot. I think it can be scary to tell Danny though. Oh yeah, you don't know how she's going to react. Right. Sometimes she can be pretty scary. And she also has three dragons, so, and yeah, and lots of unsullied, and a lot more Dothraki. Yeah, like it's Danny's poised for like success. Yeah. I just in her, in her like what we hope is her conquering, or what I hope is her conquering down the road. I don't want her to lose the parts, the other parts of her that I also love, because I love Conqueror Danny. I love that piece. I think it's badass. I also love her because she's a really complete character. She's not like one dimensional. dimensional like Cersei. Cersei's just she's only one thing. John is evolving as a character. I think he's getting a lot better, but for for six seasons he was one dimension. I think a lot of these characters are just they're not as fully developed as like really multifaceted and really well rounded. I really love that about Danny. I think it's been a long time since we've seen that. And I this is a moment where I like want to see more of that. Just because I'm, I kind of miss that about her, um, and we just haven't gotten it in a while. She's even like if you look back on the scene with Dario last episode, she that was a moment that's easy for her to feel like compassion and sadness and love, but she just was like, "Nah, fuck him, I don't fucking care," you know. Like it just seems like she's kind of changing away from those things. That's all for me. What do you think? Did you like this scene? Yeah, I liked it. What did you like about it? And what did you, or what did you not? If there were any things you didn't like, um, I thought it was interesting because I feel like I feel like Varys is a mirror character to Baelish in a lot of ways. Like I think they're both examples of characters that have been accused of only serving themselves, but obviously they're very different. Um, so when Danny was accusing Varys of being self-serving, I was like, oh, well, a lot of people have said the same thing about Baelish, but, like, obviously Varys is different and I think more noble and, like, cares about people in ways that, that Baelish doesn't, even though, like, he still is looking after himself, but it's not entirely selfish, I don't think. Yeah, that's a really good point. They definitely are. They definitely do have, like, mirrored similarities, for yeah. sure. 
he did play with fire a little bit when he talked about incomp. I won't re- reward incompetence with blind loyalty. Yeah. Like, okay, bud. Like, I'm trying to defend you here. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But that's kind of poking the dragon. Like, you're kind of that's that it that could be perceived as a little disrespectful. Now he was explaining it, but when you like throw something like that out there, when you're really the one on the like chopping block here, you should probably like dial back a little what bit. I don't like, and I think what she doesn't like is that you didn't reward that incompetence with blind loyalty, but you did reward that incompetence with stabbing that person in the back, right? With betraying them behind their back, with conspiring against them without their knowledge. You never, he never stood up to Robert and said, "Hey, we shouldn't murder a child across the sea." The only person that stood up to him was Ned. Um, he never stood up to the Mad King, saying we sh- shouldn't burn people alive in the middle of the in the middle of the, the uh, uh, throne room. He never did any of those things, and so he never stood up to, to uh, Joffrey. He never he just conspired behind their backs, and I think that's what leads to Danny saying, "Look, it's okay to serve the realm. It's okay to not have blind loyalty for incompetence sake. But if if I am being incompetent." Let somebody know. Tell me. Don't just fucking kill me. You know. Yeah, right. well, and I think that is kind of what sets her apart from everyone else because mm-hmm. no one else would have. Like we've all said this before. Like no one else would say that. But like at that point, the only thing Varys could do was go behind their back. Yeah, you're I th- probably right. You're right. I think. Yeah, I agree. I think you're right about that. But like because she invites it, now it's like, oh, okay, you're not incompetent. You're not these crazy people. Like, hopefully, you mean it, but. Do you think this that we're going to see that moment? The moment where Varys has to bring something to her and then it's put to the test? I mean, I can kind of see the story moving to a place of like something happens, she loses someone close to her or whatever and like sends all the dragons to go do something and he has to be like, hey, yo, like that's too much. Remember that one time? Right. Hey, you're, this is, this is it. This How is do you think she responds to that? I mean, I'm hoping it's anger, but then understanding. You think she respects him bringing it to her? Or do you think she's pissed about it? I think in the moment she's pissed about it, but eventually she gets there. Do you think that we're going to see it? Um. Yeah, I feel like I think that Varys might be talking to Cersei still. So I feel like that is a way that it could come up. Ooh. Oh, you think he's in communication with Cersei? Yeah. Oh. Like he's the reason why... They know that Tyrion's the hand of the king. Yeah. Yeah. Queen. Yeah. That would be possible. I was calling you a queen. That'd be a curveball. Thank you. Um, yeah, okay. I I wouldn't hate that story. Except I would hate to see Varys like involved in that. Right. I don't think that fits with Varys' character all that much. It would it would basically throw out Mm-hmm. Everything, Everything he we, said up we, to this point, right? Because clearly, Cersei's not the best, not for the realm, you know. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I would, I think it would be fun to see from a storyline perspective. I think it would be frustrating from a viewer getting to know this character over six seasons, you know, now into seven, and then not it's, doing it's all something that's really in that character's. Yeah. Or maybe Varys is talking to someone else that's talking to Cersei. I don't know. Maybe. I feel like he's in some sort of tangled web that will find yeah. him later. Because he's the spider. Because he's the spider. Good. Uh, then Grey Worm interrupts 
and says that there's a red red priestess from a shy here. Did you guys know right away who it was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Melisandre's made her way down. I thought it might be somebody different since they have introduced a couple other ones. I did too. But it wasn't that surprising. Yeah, it wasn't a shock when you know, when I saw it, but I definitely thought that there was going to be another new red priest priestess. Yeah. But it was just Melisandre, that old crazy lady. But she speaks Valyrian. She does. Um, I like that she put Varys in her place here. Varys, so so Melisandre says, you know, that who she is, and Varys like, yeah, I used to serve another another person who <laughs> had a claim to the Iron Throne, didn't you? She's like, yeah, they did. How'd that <laughs> work out? And Danny says, uh, it's a good. Thing. You came on an auspicious day. We're just now pardoning people that serve the wrong <laughs> kings. And Varys just kind of bows, <laughs> like, touche. Yep. I, I yeah, I feel like Varys, he respects Danny. He likes Danny, but I think he also has that respect for her. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was that was a good moment. Um, Masande, they, they start talking about the prince who was promised and the prophecy and you know the whole thing. Um, then Masande like kind of helps with the translation that Tyrion was like wrong on, kind of wrong on, just a misinterpretation of prince. Genderless nouns. We, we love, love them. Yes, we do. Well, like everyone in that room was wrong on it, though. Mm-hmm. Except for one person. Yeah. Because Melisandre this whole time has been saying Prince was promised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And Masande's like, nope. Masande's like, let me just drop some knowledge on you guys. I do like that genderless. Danny, Danny immediately was like, so do you think that that's me? <laughs> 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 well, I did say Prince, but I'll go with it for a second. I like that Tyrion comes in and is like, doesn't quite roll off the tongue. Yeah. yeah. Prince or princess, who was promised. Yeah. it. But I did. I really liked that. Now, it, it's interesting because now it kind of opens up another path because we've mm. kind of been like, well, it's got to be John because that's what Melisandre says. But now that we know that in in the language, like the the translation mean it's it's gender neutral, like right. it opens the door. It could be Danny. It could be... Could be John. Could be somebody totally different. Could be all a lie. Who knows? I don't know if Melisandre knows knew that that it could be prince or princess. No, I don't think anyone. And I also in that don't room think did. that Melisandre thinks it's Danny, because when Danny asks that, she says, "I believe you have a role to play." She doesn't say that I think you are the princess who was promised. I, you know, she, but the and the role to play would be potentially. Helping because you have dragons that breathe fire. Helping because you are sitting on a mountain of dragon glass, which kills White Walkers. Helping because you have a hundred and ten thousand men at your disposal that you could that you could add to our our number. Um, yeah, I think you're right. Like it seems like the whole reason Melisandre's here is to recruit a very powerful ally to the prince who was promised side. However, now we're introduced with this other idea because of Masande's understanding of the language. Maybe it opens the door for it it being Danny and not John. But also maybe Melisandre is just done trying to to decipher this prophecy. Yeah, just like let That's me just what I thought. Well, because yeah. yeah, her conversation with John earlier was like, I don't know why you, you came back to life. Like no, maybe it was just to die again. So like I don't think she knows, and mm-hmm. I think now it's just like okay, whatever, yeah. God, like do what you're gonna do, I guess. Either way, I mean, I mean, heck, maybe it's the Hound. I like that she's bringing two of my favorite characters together. Mm-hmm. Three of my favorite characters together, really. Tyrion, Tyrion. Danny, and mm-hmm. uh, oh, John Tyrion. all in one room. Oh, my. 
That's what I've been. I, I mean, at this point in the show, that's what I'm waiting for. Now you're you're flexing your calf muscles now. Yeah, my calf muscles are flexed. <laughs> it really. I mean, once you get John and Sansa, and then you know Torment, their their whole crews all together. This is all of my current favorite characters. This is what's so great about the from end top of this, to bottom. The, the later seasons of the show is that all of these people that you've loved for so long that were all in separate storylines are just converging. And you're starting to see these these personalities in one room, and it's just it makes you giddy, makes you it makes it fun. This episode, it. when all of this was happening, I thought about you making that face and those hand motions a lot. Yeah, I was like, I bet Nick is excited, even just excited. watching this back. When John had his <laughs> speech, I'll talk about it later. When John had his speech, I teared up. I was like, this, I would go to war for this motherfucker. <laughs> That's fine. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. We're not we're not super far away. Um. Tyrion starts vouching for John here. He, you know, he's a valuable ally. He has just as much, if not more, reason to hate Cersei uh, than you do. Um, and then Danny's like, "Okay, like send him a raven. Uh, tell him his queen summons him to bend the knee." The Dragonstone to bend the knee. I felt like that was not the right move, but. That's kind of what I'm like. That's it. We're kind of getting into a different, like an evolution of Danny that we haven't seen yet. Mm-hmm. That's very, yeah. But she's, I mean, two, two seasons ago, she said they can, they can live in my new world or they can die in their old one. She has no compassion for people of, of, of noble birth or high position. She just doesn't, right. she doesn't have it. Well, no. And we talked all about last episode how like John is the king. So he's got to do king stuff. And that means shutting that people down. It just, it felt maybe it's, you know, being misogynistic, but it felt like kind of the wrong, like, Hey, I want to meet with you. Get over here and pledge your, like bend your knee. Yeah, maybe. Um, I wonder if she would consider what, what's interesting is Yara says, I want to, we want to be the iron islands. We want to be our, our own kind of thing. And then Tyrion's like, Hey, if all of the Lords just keep saying that you, they, they want their, their, the fight was, but they want their independence. Then you're not going to have seven kingdoms at the end of this, um, but she lets it happen with Yara, and then with this, she's like, "No, fuck that shit, bend the knee." And I wonder if she would consider the fact that it, is Ilaria Sand bending the knee, is Olena Tyrell bending the knee, quote unquote. Like, I, I don't know if that's the case. Maybe she just likes women leaders. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't? Because that's what that whole scene was. True. Good point. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, those those are those are interesting points that it's hard to like make a lot of sense of because we didn't see those conversations. Like we don't know what the terms were right. necessarily. I feel like Olena probably probably doesn't have a problem bending the knee. I mean not probably not literally. You know, literally she's, she's older. She's older she ain't bending nothing. Um, she's twerking because she, she talked about two episodes ago, like she didn't have a future. Mm-hmm. Like she, now she's just trying to make Cersei pay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for her, it's, she's not giving anything up really for, um, Alaria. I don't really know. Like it kind of seems like she would be on board with the right person. She just didn't think that Prince Doran or Cersei are the right people. She kind of feels like she's just doing what she needs to do to get by. She'll say the right things, she'll do the right things, but in the end, she's for herself. 
Also, I think Yara commanded a lot of respect because she sought Danny out. I mean, That's maybe true. the other people did, but like you said, we don't really have those scenes. But Yara like went to her with a proposition, so I think that's why her situation is different. And she was she was pretty smooth. Yeah. Oh she yeah. Had a couple good lines. Well, we saw Varys approach. Like yeah. Olena didn't know Varys was. He, he brokered that deal. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm sure that Ilaria Sand didn't approach Varys. Yeah. Like it kind of did seem like it was Varys's, you know, initiation. So uh, yeah, that that that's interesting too. Like it could have been the fact that Yara willingly sought her out and came right away. You know, made a point to. She it also could just be the fact that like Danny doesn't think Yara's like worth like the Iron Islands are necessarily worth. Yeah, so the there's probably trouble. a big difference in the Iron Islands in the north. Yeah, yeah. you know, like so th- I think that's a that plays a role too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Do you think that John bends the knee? <clears throat> I think if he has to, he does. I mean, okay. I think that speech that he gave to his men, he was like, I'm going to do whatever I can for the North. And I think if that, if getting the dragon glass means that gee, he's got a kneel, then he's like, yeah, let's do it. I'm fine. Whatever. We got to make these weapons. Let's go. Come on. Okay. So you think he does it, but but more out of out of necessity for the resources that she has. Yeah. And I mean, than- he's not, he, he's not proud. Mm-hmm. He's never had pride. He's been a bastard this whole time. Yeah, but we hate him. I, you know? But we all hate him. I don't mean that in a, like, he's not <laughs> proud. I just mean he's, like... No, I know. I, he's so salty. Well, that's why, that's why I love John. You're right. He's not. He never wanted this. He didn't ask for it. Quick to take up the mantle, though. Real quick to grab that power. Real quick to give it away. Real quick to be like, hey, that might be a trap. Might kill me. Ah, fuck it. Let's go. Give it to Sansa. She's got a yeah, cool chain Sansa on. Fine. It's fine. You'll hate it more than I did. I think that Robert, that was Robert talking to Ned. Yeah. Yeah. We're never going <laughs> to. Oh, <laughs> man. What? We're never going to agree on this. Yeah. Um, I think from here we go to John getting the letter from Tyrion, right? Uh, Yeah, I believe so. Sounds right. They kind of mention like mm-hmm. Danny's standing, like all the shit she's got, dragons and Unsullied and Dothraki and bears. Oh my! Davos shows off his reading skills. Yeah, he does. Look I was so him. proud of him. No, Cudnigget, Cudnigget. <laughs> they talk about char. Oh, charming. Lo- and I wrote LOL. Like it, because then they were like, when you name all this stuff, it sounds a lot less charming. I didn't think her letter originally sounded very charming to begin with. Yeah. Bend the knee. Anyway, um, how cute. Then mentions like. She's got all these dragons, you know. By the way, she also wants you to come and meet her and bend the knee. Like, I don't know. This is kind of where we get into John. Like, we start seeing his thought process. And, well, I mean, we'll get to it in a minute. But it's just, it's interesting to me. I don't know. I don't know how I yeah. feel about it. I like that uh, Tyrion threw out a, a callback just to make sure that John knew it was him. Mm. It says all dwarfs are bastards in their father's eyes. Which was season one, episode Uno. Kerbal's Bastards of Broken Things? Uh, no, I think that was the episode before that. Because Kerbal's Bastards of Broken Things is, is um, after... It's further it's further down the, down the line. It's when Tyrion is actually coming back from the wall, I think. Oh, when he makes it back to Winterfell. Mm-hmm. And, and he gives that, like... The uh, saddle thing. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Yeah, I I think that I think all the all dwarves are bastards in the father's eyes is season one episode one. It's outside the feast when right. John's made to be outside and Tyrion's like hanging out up from the yeah drunk correct. Yeah, that conversation which I that, you know that was a great scene back in at that time you know yeah. two characters that seem to not fit in um, but now look at them ruling everything Their stock has risen significantly boom uh, then we go to Cersei. I'm going to probably upset some people here. Fire fit. She just looks so good. <laughs> oh she just looks awesome. The, the Listen, I'm a sucker for all black. Just a little bit of like, just a, a little bit of, of like difference, you know, just a little bit of, of sprinkling in some, wow, I didn't see that coming. You know? Even when Masande had the easy access outfit this week. I've only named, Not to her. I've only named one so far. That's, no, oh, we that's made true. it to you. You cannot name naked. No, people not fits. the naked. The uh, outfit. The easy maybe access. because of its accessibility. Mm. But you never know. <laughs> never know what you're gonna get. Okay, we'll, we'll get see. there when we get there. Life and Justin are like a box of chocolates. You can, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, you can give Gray Worm a naked fire fit. That I can ass. do whatever I want. Right. That ass though. Right. Oh, it's not ass too. Sure, sure. Listen. Feels, oh. feels better to objectify <laughs> the men. That was a great scene. Um, so Cersei, <laughs> yeah, she's talking about uh, talking about Danny, talking about kind of lying but kind of not. Yeah, she definitely like noblemen. It's of, propaganda. Yeah, it was very uh, Fox, Fox Newsy, right? Yeah, exactly. that's pretty spot it on. It did seem fair and balanced, as a matter mm-hmm. of fact. Yeah, there were definitely some nuggets of truth. Mm-hmm. That she then ran ten miles with, yep, and yep. just made it so far from accurate. Well, you're right; it's not Fox News then, because <laughs> they run further. Well, they, they don't, don't start, start with, with nuggets, nuggets of, of truth. truth. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. They start ten miles away, yeah, and then just run further, and then just keep on going. <laughs> We're dropping bombs tonight, people. Um, <laughs> hot take. <laughs> yeah, she. So, so we find that she's basically called the Bannerman of House Tyrell here. Uh, which I thought was interesting. Uh, we do get a good look at old Randall Tarley. Fuck that guy. Man, yeah. fuck that guy. He looked good. He does look good. I His know. outfit was cool. Notice he doesn't have a sword, though. It was right. cool. Yeah, because Cersei ain't hanging out on weapons. Misplaced Well, no, because my... Sam took it. Oh. Yeah. Yep. That's true. Um, we got a quick glimpse of Dickon here. We <laughs> get him. We get no, we're no, not there yet. We just got him in the background. I was like, Billy Bones. Billy Bones. I love them. She took digs at Olena. She went through Danny's resume but lied about it. We talked about that, but it was it sounded cool. Like it made me sound like it, or to me it sounded like I am not gonna fucking fight Danny. Mm-hmm. And and um that's kind of what Randall Tarley says. He's kinda like, um, all right, so dragons, what's your solution to that? And then Kyburn's kind of mysterious and like, we're working on a solution. Right. Which is never which never means we're working on a solution. It always means we don't know what the hell we're doing. Right. Well sure seems like they were working on a solution. Oh, this time it did, but yeah. like I heard that and I was like, you don't know what you're we're doing. We're gonna circle back. Right. <laughs> I think the only Form the only committee. Yeah, the only thing that gives it away that he's actually telling the truth for the first not him specifically, but someone saying that line was mm-hmm. his like really like evil smile. Because that made me be like, oh, he actually, he's got something cooking. Kyburn's a man of few words, but when he does speak those words, I do tend to believe him. I don't oh, yeah. think he, he doesn't, 
He's not as bad as I think that he gets the rap for. I think he's, he's just he's on the bad good. on the wrong yeah, side. His oh, allegiances yeah. are bad, but I love I think he's great. Yeah, I think he's a good dude. Inventive. Yeah. For, yeah. Charming. Yeah. Loves well, Candy yeah, plums. I'd say he's kind of close to like a mad scientist and yeah. that like the ethics don't necessarily line up, but like he's not bad. He's just trying to further research and studies and and this is the only place that will let him do it freely. Yeah. He's made a Franken mountain. Right. And now he's made this fucking But what if we had, what if Danny had a Franken mountain on her side? We'd be giant fans of it. She kind of does. I think, I mean, I take Drogon over the mountain any day of the week. I thought he was going to make a Franken dragon. I thought that's, that's what oh, the scene was going to be. And I was like, what? That would be crazy. That would be cool. Um, so, yeah, Tarly says that they're, that, you know, asked how they're going to stop him. Uh, Kyvern says they're working on it. Uh, and then Cersei sort of, you know, he, she keeps calling Danny the Mad King's daughter, which I don't know if that's a, I guess that's just pr- more propaganda, right? I mean, oh yeah, yeah. Um, just reminding her where he came from. Uh, and then we have Jamie and Randall and Rickon. Did we say was his name? No, no, no. Dickon. 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 Got it. <laughs> um. By the way, I'm not giving it to him because I've already given it to him for this exact outfit before. But Jamie looks good in the armor, and he's growing out some scruff. Mm-hmm. Big fan. Yeah. So wait, is Cersei's outfit different? Yeah. Okay. It is the embellishments around this part are all different. It's similar. She's in a very emo stage and phase in her yeah. life. It's clearly it's your scene. Can Fuck you that not hurt. fucking <laughs> knock stuff off the fucking thing? Knock anything off. I know, but it's so close all the time. What was that? Why That's why not a glass. So it's the um, it's the mug from it's the Nathan. Stark mug hitting the. Wind. That was my elbow. <laughs> yeah, the Stark mug. I'm sad it doesn't have the Targaryen dragon on it, but I feel like maybe you can just paint it on there. Well, I feel like that type of oh, what is that a some kind of horn from it some is like animal? A, it's like a yeah, I don't remember the animal. I've got the ox horn or something. I think shape. that that's right. Is it a dragon horn? It was not a dragon horn. I, I feel like that's check. appropriate for like a Stark type mm-hmm. of vessel. Mm-hmm. Danny seems a little more sophisticated. She's not drinking out of animal horns, you know. She's drinking out of. Silver I don't really see Danny drink very much at all, which kind of a bummer. Well, yeah. someone tried to poison her once, so she said, "No more that's liquids." True. Yeah, Free that's a good point. Um, so Jamie looked really good here. Doesn't get the nod because he's already won it for this exact outfit. But the scruff growing out is working for me. Um, he mentions that Randall's the only person to have defeated Robert in. You know, battle. I thought that was interesting. I didn't remember that. Um, I think we did know that that Robert only lost one battle at Battle of whatever. Yeah, I'm just saying I didn't yeah. remember. Like yeah. I, I didn't remember that Randall Tarley was the only person to have defeated Robert. Like that's that's pretty legendary. Yeah, it was mentioned one time. Um, and then he's basically Jamie's like, I want I want you to be my ranking general. That's a pretty significant honor. Now it comes with some contingencies here. What actually? I think I think um. Also, Robert's first first person he ever killed. You know when they were standing there and they were having those conversations with Barristan, Jamie, and Robert, and they were all talking about their first kills ever? Yep. Robert said it was some Tarly, Tarly boy. And um, so it must have been a battle because he said he came up thinking he was going to end the rebellion in one, you know, one fell swoop and didn't happen. Um, I don't know if that's the same battle or it just coincides, but that was, mm. that was, our, that was where they were mentioned the first time. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he just killed Sam, and Sam came back as a lich. 
Maybe. Or a wizard. Is that or what a, a lich is? Hair. Yeah. A, a I don't know what a lich is. is. A, lich is a mage that has sealed their soul off so they can come back. To wave. Sounds like um, Voldemort. Kind of. Slightly different. You're More a wizard, baby. Yeah. I just like to draw connections anytime I can. <laughs> it's fair. Is this long enough to braid? Possibly. If you've got more. Maybe. I really just want to braid it. Cornrows? Yeah. After watching Viking, No. No. <laughs> Braids. After yeah. watching Vikings, I'm like, I just want to have my hair braided like Ivar all the time. And like sure, shave, shave one side of it. No. Same, similar haircut, just longer on top so that it's braided. Well, no, but short shave, on both sides. Shave the sides. Well, they're, they're, I keep them really short anyway. Go to a down to a zero. Zero faded up to a two. There you go. But I just, I want the, the braids. Here's the problem. You have to take them out every day. And like um, when you wash your hair every day. Or can do you they, wash your hair every day? I currently wash my hair every day. You wouldn't have to. It was braided. Would it look greasy? Um, You'd have to train it. Ugh. Yeah. That's disgusting. You probably shouldn't be washing your hair every day anyway. Though. I've heard that before. I know. <laughs> I'm not going to. If I skip a day, it looks it looks greasy. Yeah, well, but yeah, it Because you wash like it every that. day. That's what they say, but then you have to go through the process of getting it to not, and I'm right. not willing to do Just that. Just grab some dry shampoo. You're fine. Yeah. Then I'll look like I had dandruff. No. Mm. It's valiant effort. I think I'll just keep my hair as it is. All right. Look, Lydia turned you on to these pant things that you didn't know about. So hell yeah, she did. Maybe let her know. Maybe listen to her about dry shampoo uh, and not washing your hair ever, like um, me. You don't ever wash your hair? No, I do, but like once a week. Mm. Yeah, can't do that. But thank you for the offer. How often do you <laughs> wash your hair, Nick? I don't. You wash no. your beard, like specifically. Mm-mm. Just like in the shower, you just no, like a normal wash. Well, but you shouldn't use shampoo on your face. Yes. Yeah. So like you have to use a specific kind of beard wash, and I have not ever purchased that. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Are you, a, a, are you a shampoo body wash face wash one man? Boy? The combo. Ew. You definitely don't use that on your face. It's fine. I use it everywhere. I have fine. My skin's fine. By the way, the other time that we heard this talk <laughs> and why I was saying like it's come up before... It's when Stannis meets Sam at Castle Black. He says, oh, your father's Randall Tarly, the only person to defeat my brother at the Battle mm-hmm. of Ashford. Um, I told Robert you shouldn't go west so soon, but he never listens. So we did hear this briefly. I mean, super briefly. Yeah. Again, yeah. I didn't say we didn't know. I just said I didn't remember. I know. And I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just calling back because we are the ultimate Game of Thrones companion podcast. And so I want to make sure that everyone... Gets all the callbacks. Nick's just giving us a footnote. Appreciate it. A footnote. Love. There's your little footnote in your ass. Maybe he likes that. that. He likes it. Are you testy? No. Is it because we Sounds look so like hot? It. And you look- I just used to love those jokes from uh, Red Foreman in That 70s Show. Like the foot in your ass jokes. I always found those really funny. Felt a little aggressive for me. Oh, well, bit. Red was very aggressive. Yeah, kind of hit a little close to home. So didn't you have lots of feet in your ass? Had a lot of threats of violent things, oh, and then okay. other violent things being done to me at home. So it wasn't like my favorite, you know. Why you gotta do that? You ask. <laughs> Would you have a lot of feet in your ass at home? Well, I'm, I'm talking feet. about now. I'm talking about now. Now feet. Yeah. Now, now, he, pay, now he pays. Why for are you it? so testy tonight? I'm not testy. You're a little testy. No, we're you're... coming for John. Yeah, a little bit, probably, but actually. not in the good way. I said he's developing as a character. Does that not count for anything? He's developed. He is the king. Okay. 
king in the north. We're going to move on. Whose name is Snow. Uh, he So Jamie offers uh, Randall the the title of ranking general. Uh, and tar- I was surprised by Randall Tarley's response. Just based on what we know of him, he seems like the kind of guy who's like, hell yeah, sign me up. Um, but he was very like adamant that like he he swore an oath to um Lady Elena mm-hmm. and the Tarleys don't break oaths and like Yeah, I mean Jamie asked him point blank, like, who are you fighting for? And he didn't say anything. I, I just now obviously the warden of the of the of the South a little bit seemed to have maybe pierced the skin a little bit, but I, I was just, I was surprised. I thought that this scene was going to go differently when they started talking about it. And then he comes back with like, nope, I'm sworn to Lady Elena. Yeah. I was just kind of shocked by it. That's pretty big though. So like being, if you were the word in the South, that would mean that you are now like the liege Lord in that region. And so it, it takes the Tarleys from being bannermen of the Tyrells to Tarleys being, they have bannermen themselves. And that's a really big, it's a really big promotion mm-hmm. for their family. And their family is very old. We all we know that. I mean, he said that Hartsbane had been in their family for 500 years. So, like, they're a, they've been around. Um, so this would be big. And Tarly's a big family guy. So I do. I think you're right. I think that that put a little chink in the armor just a little bit. Seemed to... I mean, we didn't see the conclusion of the conversation, but it did seem to soften his face a little bit. Mm-hmm. I like the sound of that. It would be intriguing to me if mm-hmm. I were in his shoes or his armor. Um, then we get the uh, Jorah and Archmaester Slughorn scene. <laughs> um, Jorah's asking how much time he's got. Slughorn's like, well, years before you die. He's like, yeah, but what about my mind? We learn that he's got six months or less. Really, one more day. Right. But as far as like, Time before you're a psycho, six months. That's all yeah. you got. Ish. So that's sad. Mm-hmm. Um, By the way, why wouldn't you give everybody the opportunity to just end it? Fuck those guys. Yeah. Like he was like, if you're a commoner, I'd ship, have you shipped off to Old Valyria right now. And like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> but since you're annoyed tonight, I'll give you one more day. Wink, and wink. he says, oh, by the way, your sword's in the corner over there. Use your time wisely. Neck. Um, but yeah, like what the fuck? Why not give everybody the out? We trying to just just continue to populate this Stonemen's Island thing. I do think that if we just kind of like got rid of it, like a purge, if you will, mm-hmm. maybe other people wouldn't be touched. Maybe it'll die out. Like what dangerous if, territory we're what, getting into? What if there here? were like a worldwide pandemic? Right, and then we like you know, mandatory quarantine. And every single person on planet Earth agreed to just quarantine for a month mm-hmm. and just see what happens. I feel like you, I don't know, I'm not a scientist, we, but I feel like what happens is the disease doesn't continue to spread, dies off, and then everybody can resume normal life. I Again, can't tell if we're talking scientist. about grayscale here anymore. <laughs> I mean, definitely we are. Okay. What else would we be talking about, Nick? No idea. Okay. Let's consult Fox News on this one. I do remember hearing two weeks to flatten the curve, but I don't know. I do remember that. Of course, I did go out during those two weeks. (laughs) I never stayed home. Mm. It's hard to flatten when... I lived in a 200-square-foot house. (laughs) It was 
difficult to stay. I stayed home from almost the entire thing. I went to one showing with you one day. You did. We sold that house too. Because I literally because Justin was there going stir crazy. So yeah. we did a video showing. Like he drove me to Lee, to Tavares. It was a good drive. It was awesome. <laughs> and then one day I went to Target on my birthday and bought a slip inside so my kids could slip inside in the front yard. Cute. Um. Yep. Other than that, I really pretty much didn't leave my house. It was kind of weird. I well, worked more during the pandemic. Yeah. Well, it was great. I did not. Yeah. Hardly at all. How were you rewarded for that time? Perfectly. Invested. I have lots of uh, crowns in heaven or whatever. <laughs> do you? I'm glad that you do. Mm-hmm. You think that mine are like still waiting or they just like melt them down? My dad says you can never lose it. That's good. I don't know if I believe him. What if you never had it? I I wanted to say like you don't know me. That's always a good. <laughs> that's always a great question to lay awake at night too. Like sure, you can never lose it. But what if you never actually had it? What if it was all a ruse? I'd rather just think about how the universe is constantly expanding, mm-hmm. and then keep, let that keep me awake. That like, hurts dude, my head. Just, no, that, I like to go insane. the. We've talked about it. I, I go the opposite direction. Yeah, I go to the beginning, not the future. The beginning. And that's what fucks with my head. But constantly expanding means it's expanded it's for nothing. It had to start expanding, right? I know, but or I, that's has the... it always been expanding because it's always <laughs> been there, and so it's always been expanding. Or did it start from nothing and then it started to expand and it started it kept expanding from there? Who knows? But that's what I try to pinpoint that, and it just it hurt. It gets so well, you know God made a tree in the first day, so oh, okay. that's what happened God. with apples. You're right. right. Apples and bananas. And told people you can't eat this one. Mm-hmm. You can eat all the other ones, but not just not this, this one. one. Then I'm going to put right in the middle, right in front of you for you to hang out and see and look also, at all the time. Also, apples are some of the most delicious looking fruit. But they're I, so, some are grainy, some oh, are sure. mushier than you. Like, That's why I said. Give us a nice peach. But delicious looking of, fruit? You think a peach looks as delicious? Yeah, they're fuzzy and they look they're like a butt. Fuzzy. Who who the fuck would like, <laughs> Who wants to fuzzy butt? That's not no, but that doesn't look delicious. Like you rock by those fucking honey crisp apples in Publix and you're like and your mouth just starts to water. See, I disagree. I don't think apples look that good. Oh, uh, I think they are they, they look like, too waxy. They fucking twinkle. Like they literally twinkle. Part of it though is because I don't really love apples. However, a peach, I love a peach. Yeah. So I look at a peach and I'm like I just want to the things I would I wanna, do. To <laughs> I want to pick it up off the thing and just bite into it right there, and just yeah. the soft. Oh, I just I don't like the uh, I don't like the fuzz. I like peaches. I do. I have to get over the fuzz. The first <laughs> bite of the fuzz like gives me the creepy crawlies, and then I get used to it. We've decided that nectarines. That's why nectarines are the best. You don't have the fuzz, but you have all the goodness right. inside. Nick and I decided that we prefer nectarines. Mm-hmm. Last week. I think it's when we talked about it. Sure. This week we talked about it week. a couple times because each time you talk about it, I think I like plumots. I've never had that. Mm. Is that a plum and a kumquat? Plum and an apricot? Okay. Oh, one of the yeah. two. My favorite fruit is rambutan, and I'm real allergic to it. That's fun. That's unfortunate. It makes my mouth burn, but it's so good. <laughs> Maybe you like the burning. Maybe it's not the fruit. Maybe it's is the that masochist. That like. Is that yeah. what that song Black Betty's about? Black so. Anyway, if you ever get a chance to try Rambutan, do it. It'll change your life. It also sounds like a medication. <laughs> it might be. Where where would one find Rambutan? You have to go to like a Bravo. exotic, um, somewhere where they have exotic or fruits. It's key foods now, but they have it there. It looks crazy. Where does it hail from? Asia. We have Rambutan farms here Southeast in Southeast Asia, I believe. US? I had it in Haiti, so it's there too. That's cool. Interesting. 
cool. It's delicious. It's the good. little tentacle things are weird. Mm-hmm. But you peel the tentacle things off and it's like a kind of like a lychee. Yeah. But you, there's a seed in the middle. So just be aware. What's it taste like? Kind of like lychee. It's super sweet. Um, it's kind of like a mix between like a berry and and melon, but not like in a good way. Okay. It's really good. If you ever get a chance to try it, give it a shot. You'll love it. But you also might be super allergic. Cool. I'm going to lie and say I'll try to bring one next time we record. It's okay. I know you won't. <laughs> right. I wouldn't want to eat the rambutan in front of you. Why? Because I know you can't eat it. Oh, I will eat it. Oh. What does it do? It burn. My mouth burns. This is why I don't feel bad but about it just, bringing the it almond. It just burns? Like, yeah. Shit. So you'd be fine to talk. Oh, yeah. Okay. You just complain about the mouth burning. Oh, all yeah. Time. It, it'll burn for like an hour and a half. Okay. Like fire burn, itchy burn? What kind of burn? Like severe itchy burn. Sounds very uncomfortable. It is, but it's worth it because they're delicious. Are you allergic to lychee? Yeah. I imagine everyone has this on fast forward right now. That's okay. <laughs> they can all suck a dick. I mean, I always have this on fast forward. <laughs> no, like fast forward, you can't Oh, hear. they're skipping. Yeah. Got it. They can't be still talking about Rambutan. God damn it. They're still talking about Rambutan. <laughs> no, everyone should go try to find I, Rambutan. I, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. It's really good. It is my favorite fruit, not, and it's not even close. I'm not committing to bringing it for the class. I'm committing to <laughs> buying it myself. I committed point. to lying about bringing it <laughs> okay, to the class. Got it. I'll commit Fair. to that. Yeah. I feel like I'm the most likely to actually bring it for the class. You're also probably the only one besides me who could find it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or knows what it looks like. That's I'd be scared thing. to ask because I feel like this if is just an elaborate prank to get me to go to another human I'm going to pull up a picture of it because it looks really cool. Do you guys really have cool. Rambutan? Um, I'm Sir, gonna, get the fuck out yeah, of here. Right. And also, also, we need some uh, some blinker fluid. Right. Would you like some blinker fluid or a left-handed rake or whatever? You know, all of the... All That's of the what above. it looks like. Interesting. I think I've seen those. I've probably showed you this before. Maybe. It's real good. I had it for the first time in Cambodia. It looks like a like a really mad pineapple. It and that's lychee, so they look mm-hmm. similar-ish, and and the fruit is similar. Like I didn't know taste. that's what lychee looked like. Now you know. This G- is them together G-I-J-O. with some plum. Apparently, uh, the Okoe Walmart has some. Hell yeah! Of course they do. It's a field trip. It does say Rambutan clam. All right, we're back. Ounce. We got some Rambutan. <laughs> I don't know what ram- Rambutan clam is, but... <laughs> rambutan clam? I can't even say it right. Clam. Oh, clam. clam. Oh, I like, to, I like to think we're the Rambutan clan. I like that. <laughs> That's what I thought <laughs> you were Can I get that on a shirt? Um, rambutan clam? <laughs> I don't even got know it. who the fuck we are. It doesn't matter. We were talking about Randall Tarley and his Rambutan. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> we're with Jorah and Slughorn. Jorah and Slughorn, that's right. He has six months. Six months. Sam talks about, well, uh, there's it's been cured before. Yeah, I saw Stan, uh, Stannis Baratheon's daughter. Shireen? Um, and the guy's like, nah, this one's too advanced. Does she uh, look like a baby to you? Yeah. <laughs> Hers was found right away, and she was a fucking baby. <laughs> this is a grown-ass George old man. George is sitting right there. <laughs> and it's like all over him. Yeah, I bad. mean, it has progressed. It's gross. A lot. Um, this is where he gets the one day. Uh, and then as Slughorn walks out of the room, calls Sam. Sam's like cleaning up. He feels bad. This is where they get into the conversation. He figures out who he is. Yeah. Mormont. And that rings a bell. I know yeah. somebody else with that name. I know you. Well, I knew someone else with that name until he got fucking killed. 
Yeah. Uh, like everyone else in this fucking show. Fucking Carl. <laughs> Carl. Rasting Carl. <laughs> Got him. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm I feel bad for Jorah. He seems to really be struggling here. He should have just cut off his hand. Yeah. Horn made a good point. He should have. Especially because it's his left hand, right? Non dominant. Even better. I think so, but I've not ever yeah. paid that much attention to it, to it be is. honest with you. Left side. You're right. Yeah, so he's fine. I mean, I don't want to cut my hand off, but... If it's, it's going to save your life. Right. It's better than whatever's happening. Yeah. Both the growing and now the slicing of your Ooh, scales off. That was rough. I was eating again. I didn't watch it. I, I told it. you guys. I knew it was coming, and so I told mm-hmm. Emily, I was like, ah, why did I do this? And so I looked away, and I could hear it. You could Were hear you it. eating something real juicy? I was eating something that, like Chick-fil-A sauce. Were you scared <laughs> that it sort of looked like yeah. that? Were you scared it was going to squirt on Sam's face? Because we certainly were. No, I wasn't scared. I've seen it before. I mean, obviously. <laughs> not this time. The first time. I've researched gray, grayscale, and that's not how the pus reacts, mm. just so you know. Well, yeah, but Sam was like soft. Yeah, he was. Who, knows Who starts with do. the nipple? Guys, we're not even here, for, here yet. Okay, sorry. I don't want to talk about it when we get to it, but we're not even there yet. <laughs> Why would you start um, with the nipple? So uh, he walks out of the room. Then we get Kyburn and Cersei down in the dungeons with all the dragon skulls, which is fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we That's a big dragon skull. Yeah. Blary and the Dread. Mm-hmm. By the way, cool the name. best name. Great name. Yeah. Blary on the Dread? Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Uh, also, the way they described him was really cool. So obviously, that's who Aegon rode when he conquered everything. He forged the Iron Throne. He brought the Seven Kingdoms to heal, but he was not invincible. Um, they talk about Drogon's injuries, and if he can be injured, if he can be wounded, he can be killed. And then he goes. He unveils the big spear shooter. <laughs> yeah. It has a go. name later. Harpoon. Ballista. It does. I, I was wondering, yeah. is that a name of a like of that style of weapon? I don't know. Would? Me neither. Widowmaker. I'm scared. <laughs> it's not really a spoiler because it doesn't. But it just. I didn't. I don't want to go there. By the way, I'm putting my ten dollars in protest. Um, That's not how this week. game works. I don't know if you remember this. You have to do it with a joyful heart. Thank you, Lydia. Sing your praise to the Lord. Gross. Come on, also everybody. Gross. Or you can give her a hand job in the cargo shorts. I already <laughs> almost did the praise you in the storm thing earlier when we were the storm born. <laughs> so I was so close. Why are you protesting your $10? Uh, because we'll get to it. Keep going. Okay. Well. Chop, chop. Just so you know, you can't do that. You also never put in your IOU to it. Then don't. Yeah. Also, know, did you put in your IOU for the thirty dollars one? No. Oh, no, you that didn't count. Decided not because I do didn't it. say. Okay. It. Okay. That's fair. But the ten dollars one, you do have to stick in. I'll stick it in your. In my what? Little front. My little pocket. Se- your front <laughs> seam there. Yeah. There's no entrance. I'll make an entrance. But it's easy access. I've always known how to make an entrance. Okay. Uh, the big, <laughs> the big uh spear thing, went pretty far into that dragon skull. Right now, now it has a, been a long dead dragon that's and just it's been very dry. Doesn't have out any there. skin or muscle or scales right. or scales or, or moving. It's a stationary target. It was also very close. Um, it was like looking at it. A lot of factors here. Yeah. yeah, I feel like we've seen what happens when like people shoot at smog. So Drogon is pretty scary. I did see a, recently on a on a Game of Thrones page where. 
for some reason, people were arguing about which dragon is more powerful, Smog or Drogon. I just want everyone to know, I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan, mm-hmm. but Smog is about, Smog is the only dragon that we're comparing here because again, he's like a Wervin, right? But <laughs> for the sake of the discussion, right. Smog is infinitely more, yeah, right, and powerful. he only has one weak spot. But even besides that, he's intel like he's got a different like a he talks next he level talks. intelligent. No, yeah. he's just he's got a ton of wisdom. He does he talk. He's Benedict like, Cumberbatch. He's Smog is not in the same league as Joe. Drogon's cool as shit. No. British. But it's what not about Smaug? Smaug. I used to say <laughs> Smaug when I read it. And then when and then everyone else said Smog, so I was like, yeah, Smog. What do <laughs> the what do audiobooks say? I've heard it about a bazillion different ways remember. and I just don't care anymore. The movie he's trailer smog. said Smaug. Right, and I think everyone got upset about that. Wait, it says what? Smaug. But it was like it was that's how I read it. (laughs) It was a deep man's voice, and then all of a sudden it was Lydia saying (laughs) Nope. That's a good saying saying, hit the button, Justin. (laughs) Yeah, I used to read it smaug. Yeah. But apparently I was wrong. I've read lots of things wrong. I read many things wrong. Yeah. What did you think Hermione was? No, it wasn't Hermione. It was uh, something else. It was something. That was Hermione. No, uh, it wasn't Hermione. Harry Potter. <laughs> it was uh, oh Seamus Finnegan. Oh yeah, because it's S E A M U S, right? Yeah. I mean, I pronounced Ginny as a hard G the entire time I was reading the books. Ginny. Yep. Mm-hmm. Huh. I thought this is a stupid name. There's there's a few like Harry Potter things that I pronounced wrong. Yeah. Then I learned it was Ginny, and I thought still a stupid name. But there's I always a, read them in my head, so it didn't fucking matter. There's mm-hmm. an Irish golfer named Seamus that's spelled the same way. I had never, I don't, I've never like met anyone named Seamus. Okay. Or knew anyone up until that. Like when I read them, I was in middle school, so mm-hmm. you know I wasn't a well traveled. So <laughs> still, I'm still say, not. You say Seamus? Seamus. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then someone said Seamus, and I was like, the fuck? <laughs> Did you say me? that as a middle schooler? Do you? Oh mean yeah, Seamus? I started cursing in fourth grade because of Nathan Duke. Way to go, Nathan, Nathan Duke. Duke. So, like, the son of the KKK guy? Isn't it David Daniel, Duke? David Duke. David not, Duke? Not the same dad. Different Duke. Uh, different dad, I think. Okay. Um, same mom, different same dad. Mom, yeah. Same mom, different dad. <laughs> uh, no, but Nathan, uh, yeah, I started cursing because Nathan cursed, and I thought it was cool. It and is cool. We also used to trade uh, sports cards when we would pass papers in class. We had to, like, pass all your papers to the left. We would trade cards so I would like put some in the stack and then pass it and he'd get his. And then when he had to pass other papers back, he'd like stick. And then, so you think anyone else ever stole those? No, I always got my, my cut. I don't know. I see a big card trader. Mm-hmm. Mostly Pokemon. Oh, it was like, mm. what kind of cards? But Never. sports cards too, but mostly Pokemon mm. and Yu-Gi-Oh. But I was a Pokemon kid for okay. sure. What was your best sports card you had? Well, I don't know if it's best, but it's special. I've got a uh, rookie Steve McNair autographed Tennessee Oilers That's card. That's pretty dope. But it's like autographed. I got it signed by him. Like That was really cool. I had a signed rookie Priest Holmes. That's a good um, one. Ra- he was with the Ravens at that point. Is he related to you? No, he's not. Mm. My favorite cards, I had a collection of Chipper Jones cards. I had mm-hmm. 30-something Chipper Jones cards that... Nice. Most of them are missing. I, I had like 26 Paul O'Neill cards. Yeah. I don't know why. I think my mom got rid of all of them. 
Um, but I do have the one that I gave P-Maw because she was a big great. P-Maw's mm-hmm. the reason I'm a Braves fan. I know. And she, her favorite player was Chipper Jones. So when she was in the hospital, you know, before she passed, I had... It wasn't after? She died? Yeah. Oh. Thanks for that. Uh, I had I had put a uh, a Chipper Jones card that I had gotten like since because I used to show her all my and gave her one in like a plastic you know one of those plastic card holders you know put it on her bedside table and then uh, we used to collect the state quarters together mm-hmm. and Iowa got released while she was in the hospital so when I got my first Iowa one I left those I still have both those things because they were returned to me I was gonna ask if you ever got them back yeah so that was actually the, the cards in here. I think that would be what you want to use for the seance, by the way. If yeah. We're, if we're wondering. I don't for know sure. that she ever like received possession of it. She, it, There's a piece of her that is attached yeah. to those. I can okay. tell you that. Well, right then now. that's what I'll use. For sure. I also have her pillow, though. The pillow would be good. Um, those on her bed for you my can, whole life. You can combine the two. Yeah. Can I just use it all? I think you mm-hmm. probably should. Yeah. To, like yeah. enhance the power of PMO. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I have the PMO. I didn't <laughs> like that. No. You got to say power after PMO. <laughs> Got PMO oh, power. Oh that was, you get one. You get one. I'll do it again. Maybe, <laughs> maybe power ma. Come on, let me hear it one more time. <laughs> no, it was a spur of the moment. You can't it's trick recorded both of us this for episode. posterity. I might be able to pull that. It's yeah, I think you recorded can. for posterity. <laughs> let me see if I can pull that one. I've got a smog and a PMO power. That one may have some other talking around yeah. it, because but I can pull it. It'll be fine. It'll be funny. I'm so scared to do things now. Yeah. What the fuck are we talking about? No idea. <laughs> Pima. Oh, Kyburn and Cersei. Uh, they, yeah, spiked the yeah, dragon they skull. Spiked a stationary. It was fine. It was skull. cool. I mean, I it was pretty cool. It's menacing, but there's a lot of factors that I'm not that worried about it. Right. Joffrey would have been super excited about it. Oh, Joffrey would have. Oh, yeah. Put a woman in front of that thing. That's what he would have said. <laughs> yeah. No. Joffrey would have. Yes. Sorry, I laughed at that, but it was it was true. It mm-hmm. was a joke. Kind of funny. Do we know how Blarian died? I do not, off the top of my head. Nick probably does. I believe he was part of that group that was like they built the Dragon Pits for. They built the. Uh, it was almost like a coliseum sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And once they did that, it was a it was the captivity thing, and so they started to die off, and they started to get smaller and smaller and smaller, 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 smaller. House cat says. Yep. Gotcha. He yeah. was so fucking big. He was huge. I but mean, Drogon's big. They, they shouldn't be held captive. He's right. nowhere near as big as Balerion. No. That's my guess. I'm pretty sure he's part of that group, but I'll, I'll look it up. You okay. look it up and let me know. We're going to move on until you get there. We're with Danny and her council again. Now we've, we're joined by Yara, mm-hmm. Elena, Alaria. All the single ladies. This is all the women that I want. All these bad bitches. I just want Sansa to be there. Because I yeah. really love Sansa. Sansa has really grown into a character, like one of my favorites. Right, because you used to hate her. I used to really not care for her. I didn't hate her, but I I didn't like her. She was annoying back then. She was. She was an annoying, Child. whiny girl who just complained a lot and liked Joffrey. So it, I had some beef with her. Right. But she's grown into one of my favorite characters in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, So we're just missing her, but, you know... Anyway, they're discussing the fact that King's Landing could be taken in one day. Nick, has an answer for us? No, not yet, but uh, it's interesting. So on the wiki thing, it talks about the books in which he's mentioned. It has the Winds of Winter on there. Very bottom. Very bottom of that list. 
talks about the books that he's mentioned in, and it says Winds of Winter mentioned. Do they know something we don't? Well, click on it. You click on See that. See where it takes me. I hope his phone's set to like read out loud. <laughs> this article is about the sixth novel of A Song of Ice and Fire. Is the forthcoming sixth novel. Okay, then why are you... How do you know it's mentioned? They have a whole plot. Look at all this shit. This they already have the POV characters. Is this, is this the WikiLeaks everyone keeps talking about? Yep. Okay. Yeah. This is what Julian Assange has <laughs> been running from. I'm wondering. Dude, they have wondering. a whole list of the char- the P- the point of view characters for it. Nice. Oh, because George R. R. Martin has confirmed already these details. Uh, so I guess he's been preview chapters. We have... Damn, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Just three. released the fucking book. That's what I'm telling you. I think he's got it done, bro. He definitely has it done. Look at all this information about I think the, you're right. I think he's gonna release it at his death. I, 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 I mean, I still think more that it comes out with House of the Dragon. Oh, but, God, I would be so happy. But I you, I think you've got a point. I feel like we're too close now for him to have not said something to because we're gonna have to pre-order the book like unless they're just gonna but what if it wasn't what if it was just you wake up one day and it's like hey it's out and you're like what hey we delivered it to your door we know you like this yeah that'd be fucking crazy. we heard you're the ultimate game of thrones companion podcast <laughs> yeah obviously we're gonna get obviously. y'all's take um so yeah they're talking about king's landing can be taken in a day um and it's a room divided here some people are in favor of just doing that shit and some people are opposed because of the mass casualties uh, that would take place if you lo- let three dragons loose on the people. Um, we get another callback to the Queen of the Ashes. You know, she's not here to be Queen of the Ashes. We get um, a really good moment here with Olena, where she's talking about her granddaughter, and she was loved by all commoners, noble people, and what is she now? Ashes. Like, mm. um, I just thought that I like this scene. Um, Danny basically says, no, we're not doing this. Similar to what we've seen John do in terms of like, have like pulling the like, like ro- royalty card kind of deal. Um, but I'm interested to hear kind of what everyone thinks as far as like, the room, there were a lot of different opinions here. What do you guys think the right decision is? I mean, I would say that I think Tyrion's decision is probably the correct one. Um, I understand where Lena's coming from because like fear is a very powerful motivator, but I don't think that garners you the support that like she has over in Marine, for instance. Yeah. Because, like, as we saw with uh, the High Sparrow, like, the people are fairly important for your rule. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Lydia? Um, I think there's a way to have a little bit of both, and I feel like Danny's already done a good job of that. Like, I think she keeps the people in mind, but she's also not afraid to, to lay down the law. So. Do you think that we're going to see a point where it does come down to Danny just has to do it. Like she just has to go like kind of what, what the one side of the room is saying, like you just have to, you just got to go take King's landing. Once you do that, everything else falls into line. People are going to get lost, going to get lost along the way. 
but it's worth it because ultimately everyone else is safe and free. Uh, do you think that we're going to get that or do you think it's going to go the slower route and we're going to avoid that altogether? I mean, I can see Cersei doing something where like a lot of people are dead and it's just like, okay, well, I got to send the dragons into King's Landing now. Like there's no one left or there's a few people left or Cersei's doing something stupid. Cersei's going to pull a Mad King and blow up everything. So I might as well kill a few people to stop that than let her destroy the whole city. What about you? Um, I feel like she's not going to rush into it, but I think there will be a time when they've just got to do it. Interesting. I like that. Um, Nick? Valerian the Dread was the first dragon to be kept at the dragon pits. Mm. And he just died like of natural causes died of there? old age uh, mm. at 200 years old. That's I would a pretty say good pretty run. Old age. I've got to, I want to read all the other books. I know there's a ton. There, I'm read. I had to like skim through some of the history there, and holy fuck! There's a there's a. Bunch. I mean, that's why we're getting House of the Dragon because it's going to be this shit, and that is going to be nuts. I think the book is called Fire and Blood, right? Um, they have a few books that they mention here or that you're using as source material for like what they're doing, but but he he was passed down. Like Aegon rode him, but he was passed down to. Basically, you know, the next people down like had to for two hundred years like claim him. Was he the first? Was Aegon the first owner? He was. Uh, Balerion was already full grown and like he was uh, basically broken by Aegon. That's crazy. It was. It is crazy. How do you break then, a dragon. And then Magor, uh, Aegon's uh, Magor the Cruel, um, you know, took over. It, it, it's nuts. I mean, I was really. I mean, I, I'm sorry I wasn't like locked in here, but I was really enjoying reading it. Yeah, okay. Um, but I want, yeah, I want to read some of the other books. Uh, yeah, Fire and Blood is one of them. The Rogue Prince, uh, Sons of the Dragon, Princess and the Queen. Are these all written by? These are all in the in the world of of uh, Song of Ice and Fire. But he's, but George wrote them. Um, I would think so. Hold on, I'll tell you. Thanks. Um, Ghost Riders. Uh, yeah, George R. R. Martin, Unfire and Blood. So I guess I do how to read that. Uh, Sons of the Dragon. So this is what he's been doing. Oh no, these are old. Um, yeah, Sons of the Dragon was really. Er, yeah, Sons of the Dragon was released uh, in 2017, and then the Rogue Prince, which I have a feeling I know what that goes into. Which would be cool. Uh, George R. R. Martin, 2014. But yeah, they're all in the same universe. They're just not part of the like the main. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a bunch, and they all look good. But I've I endured the audiobooks of yeah, a Song of Ice and Fire, and it was a lot. It was a lot. It wasn't and my. It's not my favorite writing style in the world, but the content. The content's, the content's great, great, but obviously. Anyways, okay. So where were we? Just discussing the future of Westeros. No big deal. We got to the Olena and and Danny conversation. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Asked to see her. They sit down. Talks about her granddaughter. Um, I like this. I I mean I I like that Olena's in the position she's in because she can kind of like she said before, and we discussed it already this episode, but. She doesn't have much to live for at this point. I don't she, love the idea of sowing seeds of discord 
between like, hey, don't your hand's a clever man. Don't you know? Don't listen to it. Don't listen to him all the time. Ah, I kind of liked it. Throwing Danny's Discord not, is kind of her move. That is a good point. Danny is not going to always listen to Tyrion. That's not her mo. That's yeah. not who she is. It's not going to happen. She will listen to him for a lot of things. Um, his first military strike uh, has gone poorly. Yeah. With the Greyjoys being Greyjoys and, and Sand Snakes being murdered. Oh, with Danny. Yeah. Because he, he was the orchestrator of the Battle of Blackwater. I'm talking about with Danny. Yeah. yeah okay. Danny, yeah. I was like, he actually had a really successful. That was the Masters his... didn't go great. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His his track record with Danny struggling. I just okay. like that. I like a, I like a tough old woman. Like, Olena's like, I outlived all these clever men. She's old news. Don't fucking listen to him. Old news? Yeah. Watch your mouth. What the I'm fuck ready. is wrong with you, bro? It's your time, Olena. Right off into the sunset. Nah. I want to see Olena stab. Right off that clip throat. that your husband wrote off years and years ago. I'm ready for it. Dude, this is blasphemy. This is how I feel. <laughs> so y'all know. The difference is Olena's a good character. Punch him. <laughs> he won't. Little bitch. <laughs> I'm knock this fucking lava lamp over. <laughs> it's okay. It was like $10. Uh, it would hurt my feelings, but. I'd have to clean it up. That's the you, only thing keeping me from doing it. Uh, you didn't clean up the beer you spilled on the carpet that one night. Yeah, the carpet cleans itself. It soaks. Just like your laundry cleans. Uh, wash it the, soaks it all in. The only reason why you clean your laundry is so soap? you don't smell like shit. That's not You don't clean it to sanitize it. I don't think that I would smell like shit. <laughs> it eventually would. Not if you have bamboo shirts. I don't get mad because I understand the world, okay? You're right. <laughs> Um, we did skip a quick scene here. Um, the which was the strategy. Yeah, we skipped over that to go to the Olena stuff. So the strategy is essentially, uh, the Dornish and the Tyrells are going to siege the capital. Um, and then they were like, "Okay, so why the fuck did you bring your own army? <laughs> like, okay, if you're just using ours to do the main." Then we learn that uh, the Unsullied will be going to Casterly Rock. I like that they call it The Rock. I don't know why. I just like it being called The Rock. Remember last episode we were talking about the different um, mm-hmm. different seats and yeah. uh, regions and stuff, and one of them was just called The Rock. And yeah, it was, but I like I yeah. like it's it's Same. one of the cooler sounding places. Same. I never had really context to why they just said The Rock. I mean, I just assumed it was a slang term for Casterly Rock, but it seems like it actually was... A, the more uh, formal term formal for the name for it, yeah. Region. Anyway, I thought it was cool. I wonder if there's just like a bunch of different places, like Casterly Rock, and then like Fraggle Rock, and just a couple different places. <laughs> no, around Plymouth. The country. Plymouth, Plymouth Rock. Rock. There's the one. The Rock. The and Rock. What he's cooking. Dwayne. Right. <laughs> the Rock. Yep. Solid as a Rock. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Chevrolet. Chevrolet. The Lord is my Rock. Let's keep going. Come on, we can do it. I think you took it too far. Rockabye baby. <laughs> That's another good one. Jailhouse rock. You can do this a, a while. I was done a while ago. That's fine. School of Rock of Ages. Yeah, I was going to say Rock of one. Ages. Um, it has to end in rock. That's the game, guys. Come on. How does that have to end in rock? We did Rockabye baby. Well, I didn't rock? agree with that one. 
Well, Keith why'd you say it up. when Keith said it? And now, why'd you say it when I say it? What the fuck, man? She just feels empowered yeah. by those cargo shorts. Golly. I really do. Yeah. <laughs> you really became a jerk and you, as soon as you put those on. <laughs> Embrace the, the white male power. The traveling cargo pants. Sack is not, not liking it. Come on, Sack. Sack. <laughs> I forgot that was my name. Put your boner away, Sack. I can't help it. It's just so big. Flex your so calf big. muscles. Put that shit in your waistband like everybody else. Calf muscles. Flex your calves. Um, what scene are we on? We're, we're the strategy. talking about the strategy. We finished with it. We, we smelled what yeah. they were cooking. Now we're talking we, to Elena. We smelled what they were cooking. Love it. Then we skipped over. We're skipping over Elena because we already did that. Yep. Fuck her. Well, I would probably. <laughs> She wanted to. Ooh, then we get now. to the spicy scene. Yeah. All right. You're oh, going yeah, to yeah. need to flip that up in your waistband. Just letting you know. I've been waiting for this for seasons. Dude. I like a little romance mixed into my my action shows. Yeah, How did Emily nothing feel about romance it? about this. Her back was turned. We uh, on eating. purpose? We were eating at the table, and she was looking at me, and I was looking at Game of Thrones. I'm sorry, Emily. She could just hear the breathing. She could just hear the breathing. And I was like, what do you think's happening back there? <laughs> the best sex scene in the whole show. Yeah. Yeah. Not even I mean, close. it was cut short. Mm. But is so, it, so is it was, always. So was Grey Worm. Oh. We don't, we don't no, know. Really? We don't no. know. We still don't know. I mean, yeah. Masande did have a pretty good smile on her face after seeing it. Part of me, just the the like fucked up part of my brain. Needed to see it. No, well, yeah, that's the different part us, of my brain. Show us. That's the gay part. Mm. Um, I can't, <laughs> I'm glad she didn't because this would have been traumatizing. But I kept waiting for her to like laugh, <laughs> like when she pull, pulled his pants down and then just be like, "What is this shit?" Oh my god! I was glad she After didn't. He said, "Don't," and she was like, "I want to see." That's what, like, in my head, I'm like, "Yeah." This is how this plays we out. We all want to see Masande. Get out of the way. Move. Like sh- we want to see too. Um, so I think that there's got to be something there. I think it's a little mutilated, which is why he is self-conscious about it. Cause I would understand like little dickies. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still there. It's just fucked up, but she does character. She seemed pleasantly surprised by it. Um, Firefit number two does go to called it. It's this is a joint operation between the two of them. Mm-hmm. They both looked hot, yeah, before they were naked. Yes, they just—I mean—they're both simple outfits. That's why I think this is the best sex scene of the show because you get two extremely attractive people. Yeah, you don't really get that in most other ones. Most mm-hmm. other ones, they're one's Stannis, hot, one's not. Melisandre, Rob, maybe. I'll give you that. Yeah, that's yeah. True. Look at that mug over there. Yeah, he's a he's a handsome fella. He's so good looking, and so is she. I put those one two. I don't know who would be two. Probably Robert Lissa. Their yeah. sex scene. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like one A one B. No, this one is. Listen, yeah. I'm a huge Robert Lissa fan. Right. This one it's is good. the one. Um, I just I, maybe Sapochnik said, "I'm not doing it." Okay, I'm not fucking. I can't. I just care. I really love both of these characters in. These are two characters that they're not they're only good so far. Mm. Like in and, and that leaves me wanting the best for them. They're underdogs. They've both been through some really horrible shit and they have found love together. Like this is the kind of like 
romance that I'm I'm into and I'm here for it. And they both are very attractive people. Uh, and so she she comes in and is like, "You're leaving. You're not gonna say bye." He's his very like stoic, doesn't know how to process his emotional self. Uh, and he's like, "Yep, I'm out of here." <laughs> so she starts leaving. So I gotta go. And he's he stops her and then uh, he gets into it's hard to say it. This scene got me emotional when he's talking about like his weaknesses and just like because at first she's like, "Oh, so that's all I am as a weakness," but then he explains like here like what I mean by that is. I the reason I'm the shit among the unsullied is because I was the only one who had no fear. No fear. Like nothing. Nothing scared me, bothered me. I'm I was just a killing machine. Whereas everyone else had something. Uh but I now have a fear of losing you. And that this is like we're finally getting some like real good consensual uh connection. He did say no at first, but then she said please. Yeah, it didn't feel like a hard no. The first no, no is ne- I'm just I'm kidding. I'm jo- <laughs> sorry. No, that's not funny. It, no, I know. I this could yes. be the man in me speaking. It did seem like a like a no. But really yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. And so she was like I did think she was a little beggy. Please, I really want, and like he was like, fine, fine. I mean, it's only fair. Like, she's gonna bear all. You gotta bear all. But well, he, I mean, he didn't ask her to do that. Yeah, but he wasn't complaining. He didn't ask her to not. That's right. He wasn't like stop. <laughs> it was very obvious what also, she was he's doing. He's already seen her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a, gotta pay back. Anyway, yeah. they both care. He had just admitted how much he cares about yeah. her. So, anyway, then we get the moment where. <laughs> They, their skin is just, both of their skins perfect. Can we just say, the star of the show, her back dimples. Oh, yeah. Oh, big, so cute. Big back dimple fan. Big back dimple fan. <laughs> no comment. You keep saying dimple and I keep hearing pimple. <laughs> no. Those not back a, pimples, I'm man. not a back pimple fan. No. I'm not really a pimple fan ever. Me mm. either. Yeah. But, yes. Weirds me out when other people pop other people's pimples. Oh, well, super yeah. weird. You know that there's people who watch. Oh, I know. Like, the, seek out videos. Jamie yeah. loves that shit. Yeah, Jamie does love that shit. Weird, man. It is weird. Super weird. Anyways. Anyways, um, they looked great. Back pimples. Yeah. Uh, the same same thing with Robin Talissa, though. In this, in that, in that scene, you get a lot of like actual romance too. It's not just a sex scene. It's no. a it's a romance scene, right? Which um, is what I love about it, right? Like, right. So yeah. I, it was. It's a great scene, for for lots of reasons. She seemed to enjoy herself. Mm-hmm. She did. He seemed to be enjoying himself. Mm-hmm. Everybody's happy. Hope they get married. Have lots of. I don't think they can have I babies. I don't think their babies is on the way. They could adopt. They could. They could. I just want them to be a cute Man, family. That would be fun. It's very expensive. <laughs> in Westeros, not back then. You just steal. Not with Danny on the crown <laughs> in 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 the throne. In the I'm crown, on sure. the throne. Danny's, yeah, both. Dan, the crown. Danny's got good adoption laws. Yeah, she's pro. I, you just take the ones you want. What? In Westeros? You yeah, just, you just take them. You steal babies. That's yeah. my baby now. There's a lot of babies who don't have parents. All right. 
And I think rather than like a formal process, you just say, you just walk around with sugared plums. This one's mine. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. Save them from. And they're like, do I have to murder anyone? And you're like, no, no, no baby. Not here. No, sweet child. And the kid's like, well, what do I do with this knife then? There were a lot of kids at that orphanage that was on, or, uh, uh, what's her name? Marjorie. Marjorie. She's dead yes. now, so I don't even remember. Uh, that she went to. That was sad. It's sad. So maybe they can adopt them. I hope so. And they take over King's Landing. I oh, want, you guys are our kids. What if they sit on the Iron Throne together? Ooh. The kids in the orphanage? No. Nope. The orphanage. Masande and Grey Worm. Mm-hmm. I would like it because I love him especially. The what? orphanage. Uh, then we go to Professor Slughorn, Professor Slughorn and Sam. Um, He's writing a book. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> With the worst title in the world. The worst title in the world. How did you feel about this book title? I don't remember what it was. Long and stupid. What was it? It was like the Wars of Robert. Uh, yeah, the Chronicle of the Wars following the death of King Robert, the first. And Samuel says nothing. Slughorn says, "What? You don't like the title? <laughs> what would you call it? So maybe something a little more more poetic." Yeah, it's very academic. Not yeah. very much fun. I though. was hoping. I like what Sam is bringing to the Maester role. Big I was hope. What's wrong? Is that it dropped? It dropped. No. I was hoping Sam was going to drop a. What about the song? A song of ice and fire. Here? Yeah, <laughs> right. Like I was just hoping. A that, nuggy. You know, it wouldn't make sense at the time, but it would just have been a cool nod. Um, and they start talking about the treatment. I guess Maester Pylos had experimented on treatment. We did learn that he yeah. died of grayscale. <laughs> so he maybe didn't so, perfect it. Didn't yeah, perfect it. Um, but definitely paves the way for there to be some options here. And we're about to get to it. George writing a letter. To Khaleesi. To Khaleesi. Khaleesi. Yeah. As much as I loved Grey Worm and Masande's romance, I do not like this one. Boo. For one, it's very one-sided. And it feels like it's past the... Um, the like uh acceptable attempt. Have we used the word icky yet? I don't think so, but okay. it's appropriate. Like the knights who say icky, boop. She broke up with Dario, and she has yet to to break up with Jora. She broke up with him twice. Did exile him. I mean, twice. Twice. Yeah, but she didn't say like delete my right. number. Yeah, she wasn't. She she hasn't blocked him yet. Just don't come back here. I don't until you find the cure. I don't oh, know. that's the third then. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you like Jora so much. I do. Uh, I think we all know because <laughs> she likes old men. Yes. Yeah. And now he's a scarred up old man. Like even better. I yeah. Prefer nipples on my <laughs> old men, so that's a problem. I mean, you but... can still get his nipple. It's just. Not on him. You would have been primed for Sam like, has it. For, right. For, for, you would have been primed for like pepperonis. Sugar daddy life. For sure. I'm surprised you never took event. Maybe you did, but I feel like you missed a golden opportunity to make a lot of money. Because you like the old men anyway. You mm-hmm. know? I just couldn't. And get they are past big fans of cargo pants. I mean, it's still the on ring table. I gotta um, add these to my profile, Keith. Can you send me the other yeah, pictures? I, I got please? you. Crop Justin out. We'll, we'll put these on your OnlyFans. <laughs> Excuse you. My sugar baby account. Mm-hmm. I would like a cut of this. Yeah, okay. we're we're cutting you out. That's your cut. 
You're like that picture from Coco. Like years down the road, Lydia's little granddaughter is going to be like, we have this picture of Grandma Lydia. And then it just folds over on the other side. Like, holy shit, who's holy that? Shit, who the fuck's that guy? <laughs> it's the Purge. <laughs> I was thinking uh, more Monsters, Inc., where Mike Wazowski's always covered. Yeah. Always. <laughs> right. There's always a convenient, and he just doesn't care. The difference is my feelings are hurt. But Sorry it's not the first it. time. I know you're not. I would rather you just not <laughs> fake apologize. Um. Anyway, creepy letter. I don't know what it says. I didn't take time I to pause I should have paused it. I didn't fucking care. Thought about it. Didn't. I was in a hurry because I did not watch the episode last night. Mm-hmm. Instead, I watched it. It finished in moments before you guys arrived. Didn't have a lot of time to spare here. Um. But then we get Sam rolling up in this bitch with his little cafeteria lady cart. His go bag. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, he tells Jorah, you're not dying today, Sir Jorah. I mean, he can't promise that. He cannot promise that. He's a wizard. You might be dying. Um, I did really like the moment when uh, he got outed as a noob. When yeah. uh, Jorah was like, have you ever done this before? And Sam's like... Nope. No. <laughs> um, but no but one's I, ever done this before. No but one I'm else the best, will try, no so I'm the best try. you've got. Exactly. I did want them to go to another location. Where? I feel, anywhere. I feel like he was so like, don't scream. Right. Or they'll hear us. Like, you could have just gone. Maybe you should have waited till you drank all that rum. Right. Yeah. Until it kicked in. Right. And not started with a nipple. Right. And go somewhere else. Or knock him out or... Something. Surely the pain's gonna do that. Oh, right? yeah. oh, it's got to. He ain't mm-hmm. gonna make it long conscious with all that goop coming off of him. Oh, that Chick Fil A sauce. I will say this: <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Jora did take it like a man. Yeah, I or, thought it was a good acting job too. Or a woman, really great acting job. Mm-hmm. Huh? Women take pain uh, really well, right? I don't know if you know this. I didn't know that, that was a thing. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> They slide people out of their bodies sometimes. Like, just like and a slip they give and slide. Birth. Sometimes it. that's what he's... Womp womp. Oh, well. Nope, it was a joke. Everyone laugh at it. <laughs> also laughing. slide people into their bodies, I guess. Whoa. That was, they do. that was the other half. Yeah. You can't have one without the other. What are you sliding out if you've never had a slid in? You know? I never thought about it like that. Well, now you will. <laughs> I, you probably These are the won't. big questions, people. <laughs> right. So answering him here. Anyway, Jorah, yep. I was shocked by his ability to just really keep his cool here. Just clamp down. Um and then yeah, we already talked about it. It was disgusting. Yeah. But valiant effort by all parties involved. Same effort by the show to cut to that pie. It was They love a gross bodily function to food mm-hmm. cutaway. It's true. We got that montage last episode. I think they're trying to ruin food for the viewers. Right. Just yeah. as a concept. You ruined my Chick-fil-A sauce. Thanks a lot, Game of Thrones. I've warned you not to eat when you watch the show. I know. And you just keep doing it. Well, you I, also know it's coming. I do. I did not. I did look away for this because I, I just couldn't do it. This yeah. is one of the grosser ones. Yeah. Lots of things don't bother me. This one bothers me especially when he pulled like the big chunk oh in the montage from last episode that one's montage was worse yeah yeah probably when that pussy stuff squirted uh not great i'm fine with pussy stuff oh that's a sentence i didn't want to hear diarrhea is is where you draw the line 
Okay. That much of it. Can we just not? Yeah, what's next? Aryan Hot Pie. Oh, um, I love Hot Pie. Oh, it's Hot Pie. He's grown up. I don't like how mean Arya is here. She's cold to him. I feel like he was one of your only pals. Yeah. And he's doing nothing but being nice. And he was one of the only piece, people who was nice to you before. Yeah, Free food. He gave you food. Letting and you ale. know that, hey, you should be heading towards your family. Friends oh. don't pay. Right. And you're just like, you're lying. Like, what the f- Why the fuck would Hot Pie lie? Get out of here. Yeah. I've said before that I'm not like the biggest Arya fan. These are the kind of things that I don't really love about her. Mm-hmm. Like, I get being a ruthless killing machine to all the people that you've ruthlessly killed. I don't think that you should treat the only people who've been like good to you that way as well. Just because yeah. you've got your you've got this like fuck the world attitude. Mm. Just my opinion. Yeah. But I didn't love it. I don't love Arya though. And these are kind of the reasons why. I do I did like her little joke about the pies. You know yes. Hot Pie was saying how you brown the butter first whenever she's like, ah, I didn't do that. <laughs> you been making pies? One or two. One or two. <laughs> yeah, that bit was good. Um, yeah. So then he drops the whole uh, John Snow bit. Mm-hmm. Ain't that your brother? He won the Battle of the Bastards. I like that it's officially called that mm-hmm. by everybody involved now. Um, I, it was funny that he referred to himself as a survivor. Like, <laughs> you have just kind of been chilling in an inn, making like baking all day. <laughs> It's not People exact, survive differently. It's not you know? the same thing she's been through. Yeah, you're right. Survive longer than Ramsey. That's true. Fucking loser. Um, then Jon Snow gives a speech. Yeah. So he's uh he's in front of his people, and he mentions the raven that he's received uh from Sam, talking about all the dragon dragon glass beneath Dragonstone. We need that stuff to fight the army of the dead. Um, he also got this other letter inviting me to said Dragonstone. How convenient. Um, he says he's going to accept the meeting. They really need the dragon glass. And he's taking Davos with him. Um, and basically everybody's like, no, you can't do that. And he's like, I'm going to fucking do it. Um, do you want to talk about a speech? Yeah, I do. Was um, it just as moving as what Justin just did? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's the whole speech that I really like. Um, just because he's he's he knows all of the things that these guys are saying. He remembers the the fact that the last time you know the last time Starks rode south didn't work out well. Remembers he remembers the fact that uh, Danny's father burned his grandfather and uncle when they rode south to bend the knee to meet a king um but he's just i'm sorry i lost my place in the thing he's just uh he's just good man and you just see it in his face and he says you guys made you guys made me your king uh, hold on. I, I lost my place, but here it is. You all crown me your king. I never wanted it. I never asked for it, but I accepted it because the North is my home. It's part of me. I'll never stop fighting for it, no matter the odds, but the odds are against us. None of you have seen the Army of the Dead. None of you. We can never hope to defeat them alone. We need allies, powerful allies. I know it's a risk, but I have to take it. He's right. He's the only one seen, 
I'm the only one here that's seen the Army of the Dead. All these other people are just taking his word that, oh, it's it's really scary. There's a lot of them. They don't. They, they never stop. They can be brought back after you kill them. And he's he knows what has to be done, and he's willing to take the risk. He's not taking. He's not sending an emissary. He's not taking people with him. He's not trying to take Dragonstone. He's going with his hat in his hands and trying to do what he has to do to save the people around him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if I was to describe a leader that I would want, it would be someone like him. It would be someone like Danny. It would be someone that that can be fierce when they need to be fierce, need soft when they need to be soft, and also has the birthright, has the experience, has the 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 wisdom, the sense of justice. I just I don't know. It everything about John screams my favorite human. We That's know. not really mm. a human. I honestly expected this speech to end with him being like, So Sansa's the queen now. Yeah. Not me. I give it up. I'm still gonna go try to figure this out, but she's in charge forever. And that's the other piece is that yeah, he he ends it with I'm not just leaving I'm not abandoning my people, I'm not just leaving north to no one. I'm leaving in very capable hands. Oh, who's that? You bitch. You. The same person that's calling me on my shit, the same person that is undermining me to uh, in front of the other lords. I'm not holding that over your head. I'm not mad at you for that. I'm leaving this in your hands because I know there's only there's only one other person that cares as much about this as as I do and has as much a claim to it as I do, and it's you, and probably more of a claim, obviously. But I, I just I just think he does the right thing at every turn. Might not be the easy thing. Might not be the thing that he should do in that moment, but it's the right thing, and that's why I love John, and that's why it made me emotional. I love it. And scene. Anybody else? I think you covered the spectrum pretty well. You disagree? I didn't say anything. You didn't have to. What do you? Um, Your bandana you said it all. Oh my! God. No, I'm just asking. I'm just. I'm. I'm asking. It's dead space. Why don't we talk about it? I think that I don't think that there's a lot of option here. Like, you need Dragonglass. He's also intrigued by, I'm sure, the dragons. I think it's worth taking the the risk. I do like that people were like, hey, don't forget, everybody that rode south, like, like your, your brother was crowned king in the north. He rode south in Lost's kingdom. Like, that just happened not that long ago. And by the way, the one of the main people who orchestrated that is still the main enemy down in the South. Like I just feel like John doesn't seem to be taking like a lot of caution behind it around his decision to like go. I think the decision to go is right. I just feel like he's just being like me and Davos got this shit. I do feel like we should have a little more safety and protection for him. Yeah. Well, it sounded like there are a couple more people than just them too. When we get to that scene. Well, they, when they rode out, it was just a handful. And I'm assuming those are just guards taking them to White Harbor. I don't know. But it's not enough. Right. Like, what if Danny is crazy? Then d- there is no option. You can't fight your way out of 
that situation. It would be hard to fight your way out of that situation if you had your entire might behind you. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, how does you can't fight your way out of that situation? So, like, you kind of have to go down there being like, I hope this goes well, but if it doesn't, I, it's got to be in Sansa's hand because, like, I don't have enough people to bring to fight. 110,000 people and three dragons. If it is a trap, too, the more people you bring, the more you lose. Right. For for the, you know, the war to come. Um, I don't think he's all that confident that it's going to work out, though. I mean, he said that, like, I've got to take risks no matter. I'm, I'm never going to stop fighting for it no matter the odds. And I think there's not huge odds that you're going to get this woman who... She came to Westeros to fight Cersei to claim the Iron Throne. She didn't come to fight Jon's war in the north. So, I mean, that's not a great not a great chance you're going to get her to hop on board. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You also hate Jon. What did you think? I don't hate Jon. She just thinks he's boring. I, but less boring now that he's been resurrected. Yeah. No, I think he did make the right choice. It did annoy me that it seemed like a lot of people were questioning him here, and because they were men, he was fine with it. Like, yep. What about a- little lady? What about little lady? Little, little, little lady Liana. <laughs> she didn't really say anything during this one, did she? Yeah, she did. Yeah, she's like she said the king of the north belongs in the north. Mm. Yeah. I mean, did you forget she said something? She was a woman. Yeah, probably. <laughs> no, she's not a predominantly not a woman scene. Not a girl, not yet a woman. Uh, thank you for doing that. Um, I mean, Sansa was also going in on him and turned it around on her. And then she shut her fucking mouth like she should. No, like, I think he made the right choice. I was just like, okay, we're questioning him now and it's fine. But whatever. Yeah, he didn't snap back at all the guys. No. I just, yeah. John can get fucked. He looked good. But I'm just really into all of the... Northern clothing. I like all of the like layers the and the cloaks and the furs. The boots and the furs. The boots and the furs. The whole club was looking at hers. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the cargo shorts. Yes. I like that we get another awkward wave later on, too. John and Sansa. Bye. 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 <laughs> See ya. Uh, then we get my favorite scene of the episode. Littlefinger and John <laughs> in the crypt. John's face is just getting worse and worse as Littlefinger's talking. Yeah, bro. And he hasn't said a little, or John doesn't say a word. I don't know what Littlefinger was thinking. I want to come down here. In a place I'm not supposed to be. And talk about cat. Talk about cat. Why are you talking about cat? But also talk about cat like, in a way, like I was trying to bone your mom. Right. Your dad You're, loved your mom. Also, also she didn't like mom. you, right? She wasn't your mom, right? Like, it was a very you? weird strategy. From and don't, yeah. And don't worry. Just like I loved your mom, I love your sister. I also love your sister. And I was just like, this, for someone who like prides himself on strategy, not great. This was not a good one. It was reminiscent of Ned shoving Littlefinger up against the, which scares me because we saw what happened last time. Right. Yeah. Littlefinger always is going to be able to outmaneuver the Starks because he thinks in a way the Starks don't think it. Well, and then. John's like, I've got nothing to say to you. And Littlefinger's like, not even a thank you? And I wanted to be like, oh my god! John's gonna fucking kill you, bro. And then he, yeah, then he shoves him up against the thing and says, touch my sister and I'll kill you myself. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, then we get to, like, the 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 fierce-looking John walking out, you know, the wide, the mm-hmm. wide-angle shot with his big cloak, and it was cool. 
I like this scene a lot. I like another look at the crypts too. I did too. Yeah. I felt like that effigy resembled Ned. Yeah, that was a good Ned. Yeah, the only statue. problem was that sword was bullshit. Oh yeah. <laughs> Way too small. Uh because it wasn't his. Yeah. Um, but what are you gonna do? Because that sword is no longer. Was there a dire wolf at his feet? Do we see his feet? I didn't this... notice. Or is that just a Kings of the North thing? Because you know how they have the Kings of the North that are down there too, and there's direwolves at their like they're sitting and there's direwolves at their feet. I just I can't remember if there is one for Ned. I don't know if we saw his feet, but yeah, we might have. He wasn't a king, unfortunately. He wasn't. He also didn't have his own direwolf. He didn't because he gave him away. You'll Speaking feed them of yourselves. Direwolves. He didn't fucking want them. Train them yourselves. If they die, you'll bury them yourselves. Yeah. Uh, then we get the ride out. Um, you know, leave John and his crew. Then we get the weird, like, little finger just staring at Sansa, obviously plotting something now that John's gone. Rubbing his neck. I don't mm-hmm. fucking know. Man, that kind of hurt. Little finger's gross. I don't know. I kind of see Sansa just killing him herself. Oh, really? He's going to do something stupid. She's going to be like, I've had enough of your shit. Has Sansa ever killed anybody? Like, by her own hands? I don't think so. Because we're not giving her credit for the Ramsey one. No. Right? Mm. She didn't set that up. Yes, she did. I think she set it up, but I, I don't know if you can give her credit for actually... She like, 100% set that up. She wouldn't get kill of the week, so no. I thought she should have. But I thought she moment, was like, yeah. she asked where he was, and then we cut to him being in the kennels. It was... It was Unless that's to be like, where it, is he? Because I'm going to go get him. That's him what, that's what I thought it led cages. me to believe. I'm going to give him what he deserves. Okay. was kind of how I took it. It was never made clear, but I, I was under the impression that she set that up. Yeah, I think she did, but I don't know if I can really give her... As as we could not give her kill of the week, which I respect, I don't <laughs> know if to. we can give her... Like, that's her first kill. If she actually took a knife and actually stabbed somebody or a sword... I think that whatever. was more badass than her stabbing It was super him. badass. Yeah. yeah. But I think you're right. Like, she didn't... But it'd be cool if her first one was Littlefinger. Yeah, I'd be into That's a good that. first kill. Uh, he, like, tries to make a move on her. Yeah. Or kind of, like, stabs him in the shoulder or something. Maybe it doesn't kill him, but... I like to see it, like, like Ramsey killed uh, Asha. Asha. Yeah. Yeah. Except now the tables are turned and the... How the turntables... My, my, my. <laughs> how the turntables turn. Uh, then we get Arya. That horse is very uncomfy. Yeah. I was very excited to see direwolves in the scene. Doesn't seem super happy. See it coming? Well, because of the wolf howling right at the start of the scene, I didn't know if it was the end of the last one or the start of this one, but I assumed it was. Mm. And then when the horse was like, I was like, okay, cool. This will be great. I feel like if I'm, if I'm Arya and I've been trying for six years to get back to my family, I probably wouldn't stop. I just ride. Arya doesn't seem to think rationally all the time. <laughs> yeah. But what happened? La- I mean, remember when they the last time she was this close? It was at the the uh, the red twins, yeah, yeah, right before the red wedding, and her and the hound are just sitting there, and the hound's eating the pig feet and all that, and like that's what happens when you stop is you don't die. You might well, you don't die, but you might not get there. Like just get there. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm in a hurry all the time. So well, she's got to worry about her horse though. I guess it is a cool looking horse. It I is. Think. Thought I was gonna get eaten. It did seem like that was gonna happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she rides on the back of a dire wolf. Nymeria is like, you can go leave the horse. Leave the horse, bitch. <laughs> uh yeah, all the wolves, lots of them. They're 
regular size wolves. And then out of the, out of the darkness, Nymeria is giant. Steps Gigantic. up on Pride Rock. For real. Mm-hmm. We didn't ever really get like a really good shot to show how big she was in in comparison to like her like Arya standing next to her and like right. but it's obvious she's huge. Yes. Um definitely the biggest of the dire wolves that we saw that we've seen. Now we haven't seen Ghost in a while. I don't even know where the fuck Ghost is. Grey Wind was pretty big at the end. Grey Wind was big. He was like up near uh uh Rob's shoulder. Mm. And you could see that when you saw his head Yes. Spiked onto Rob's body. That's true. Like it was wider than his head was wider than Rob's shoulders. Yes. So that's a fucking big animal. But he was only in pieces there. So this is the first intact dire wolf that we've seen this big in a while. Yeah. And it it was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I I like this because it Arya says, I mean, that's not you. Like it's it. She fits Arya's personality type. Like mm-hmm. she's not gonna be the one who's you know, she's wild and she's she's wild now. Yeah, like she's doing her own thing and running that shit. Mm-hmm. Clearly, yeah, in charge of this. Pack. Got a whole wolf gang, yeah. wolf mafia up in this Which bitch. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I, I kind of also maybe took that as like, that actually wasn't Nymeria. That's how I took it the first time I ever saw it, um, and again for. Years we were making the same jokes that we make here, which is Gendry still rowing. Right. Nymeria is out there, um, and I took it the first time I saw it the same way. Like, is she saying that's okay? That's not Nymeria, but I don't think that's the case. Oh, I yeah, think the I mean, big like grin on her face yeah. was just like it, it brought to mind how she is. Like, she's independent. She's totally in the wild. interactions. Like, it wouldn't have made sense, really, kind of. But I also like in my head kind of wanted it to be like. Nymeria's daughter or something mm. that like kind of knows Arya, so like that's why it called off, but mm. it actually wasn't her. Yeah, maybe I don't know. It's just a hope. It's not. But a, that was yeah, that was what I thought anything, too. The but, first time I saw it. Yeah, Lydia. Um, what did I think? Or just what did yeah. I think about? She was asleep. <laughs> just now no it was a cool scene i also wasn't sure towards the end i was like maybe that wasn't actually nymeria but i don't remember what she looked and i'm still unsure but i thought it was a cool scene yeah interesting yeah and that also kind of leads itself to possibly saving Arya's life at some point in the future right what nymeria yeah Mm. if that's her she's out there she's got a pack of wolves that'd be cool yeah, like we get in a battle or whatever, and Arya is about to go down, and then an entire pack just. By the way, where's Ghost? I assume still somewhere near the wall. Castle Black, maybe. John just forgot to take him out of the cage when he left. Right. I feel like I forgot somebody. I feel like Grey Wind is the only one of the wolves who like really fights. was like fighting and like a sidekick. Mm-hmm. Well, Shaggy Dog. Fuck did Shaggy Dog do? I think he was like a dog sidekick. He was like a dog, right? Yeah, he's a waste of space. I mean, Summer was—I think Summer was definitely a sidekick, but in a different way than Grey Wind was. Grey yes. Wind, Grey Wind was like a piece of their military strategy. Yeah, Grey Wind was more like a war horse or something, right? A part of the is it the Battle of Whispering Wood. He is—he's is the he's one? a big one with the Battle of Whispering Wood, but also, but also, if you remember. 
the battle that they like killed all the Lannisters at night, and like the guy goes out to pee, and they're like, "Oh, you scared me," and then actually, yeah. But I was just thinking through the books, like yeah. the Battle of Whispering Woods. That's the one with the wolf. Yeah, yeah. Like that's the one where the legend of the dire wolves is like right. laid to bear in like scary fashion for the first time. And then we mm-hmm. get the other, you know, and the show kind of skipped over that, I guess budget probably, but um, yeah, I don't know. I like seeing a good old dire wolf, um, especially one that's like huge. Cause ghost, huge. ghost seems big, but not like now he was the runt. So right. Um, I also just want him to be hanging around. Like, I feel like it'd be cool if John took, ghost with him to meet Danny. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like, you've got dragons, I've got this cool wolf. I know that it doesn't stand a chance, but at least I got something. Yeah, we both got animals. Instead of just got this fingerless old man. I don't know, <laughs> you know? Um, He's just got nubbins. Then we go to a scene that I didn't love. This is Ilaria, Theon, and Yara. Yeah, it was a little icky. I think that Ilaria is like several leagues above Yara. Yes. So I feel like well, Yara's got that that Yara's got that genesis yeah, Right. I don't know, man. Well, some some I just feel like it's not enough for me. Mm. She's not my type. I know that she's somebody's type. I Yara's don't think not your you're type. her type either. That's fine. So That's great. She did say boy or girl. That's true. Yeah. She swings both ways. Mhm. Good for her. Might be your type. Maybe you fucking no. You double. Your I don't chances? know. You're right. I don't know. Mind your business over there. <laughs> Honestly, she may be into both of us. Possibly. We're only a little ambiguous right now. Yeah. So, <laughs> might be really intriguing to her. <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't know. I just it just felt super cheesy to me. It was a little cheesy. Um. Especially the whole foreign invasion. And then <laughs> I like, thought that was funny. Seconds Ugh. later, there's like a big. You know, just felt. It's like, not like, the cheesiest line of the episode, which is coming up. But I like Yara's, your uncle a kiss. Yes. I like Yara's shrug. Just the uh, yeah, like, the shrug really? is great. And she goes, eh? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I was thankful that Yara dismissed Theon. Yeah. Yeah, I was afraid it was going to be like, a... Yeah, see, like, Ilaria wanted him to join. He very much, oh, yeah, she, she very she much did. did. 100%. It's like, aren't you going to protect her? I'm so close. Theon's like, Theon's like, nah, I've been there, done that, bro. Yeah. I don't know that Yara, or that uh, Ilaria knows... About Theon's cock? Yeah. I don't imagine he shares that with a lot of people. I don't think it's like common knowledge. I think there are, there are obviously there's people who know. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Alaria Sand is one of the people who know. She's Certainly been hanging not. out in Doran this whole time, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Foreign invasion, <laughs> ship crash, you know. Speaking yeah. of foreign invasion. Uh, get old Euron. Mm-hmm. Pretty badass through the storm and like through the mist. His Pretty ship cool. is so the cool. fire and the flames. And we saw them use the ram the and then that little cloth thing we were talking about. Did you not episode. remember what it was? I remembered. Yeah. I just wanted to ask about it anyway. I thought it was really cool on the <laughs> ship when they were sailing into King's Landing. Mm. And I wanted to draw attention to it. And then I wanted it to be something that you called back to when we saw this part. Well, thanks, bud. It no was worries. very cool. I was, was excited a, to be right about it. It was a cool entrance. Yeah, yeah, you were. It was a cool entrance, him riding that motherfucker. That axe he had was super cool. The axe was cool. He, I will say, I felt like they didn't, or he didn't earn his fighting prowess, if that makes sense. I know we don't know a ton about him, yeah, but he just seemed very good. 
And then like the Sand Snakes seemed very quickly defeated. Yeah. And I know um, it's TV and it was the last scene. So like we had to kind of get through it a little bit quicker, but it just kind of felt like it was a plot battle. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably right. But it was um, a cool fight scene. So the only thing we know about Euron really is the history that he has as a captain. And I would assume he's had his run-ins with, you know, yeah, and he's been fights. sailing around and yeah, totally get it. Well, I see what you mean. It just felt like the Sand Snakes were built to be better than they showed. And I didn't feel like he really earned. They were good against regular fighting men. Mm-hmm. Like when they were, uh, you know, fighting people in this episode. But I think Euron just has, has such a different, it's almost like a brawn fighting style. It's, it's not pretty. It's not honorable. It's just effective. Mm-hmm. Um, and he wasn't like, he wasn't really using his weapons during that thing. He was just beating the shit out of them. Yeah. And that's something that maybe, I don't know. Yeah. I see what you're saying. And I agree with you. I'm just adding points to what I think about Euron. This also like Euron a lot. That's fair. wasn't like the Sand Snakes best case scenario right. with their weapon. Like this isn't a place for throwing knives. It's not really a place a for long, long whips. For whips. Yeah. You know, like they may do, but this isn't yeah, they're the not, desert. They're not made for close quarters. I think combat. they're more assassins, you know, like mm-hmm. they're more sneak up and fuck people up thing. Similar to like what we've talked about with the Unsullied, like they're really powerful when they fight on their terms. Yeah. Like yeah. A battle. And they, like not in a alleyway. Right. Yeah. They have to be a unified. That's where their strength comes in. They've fought literally shoulder to shoulder their whole lives and created this unstoppable force. But when you single them out, it's just kind of one dude with a spear and yeah, like yeah. what the fuck's he going to do? Similarly, like I think you're right. They're way more like assassiny, but if you get them in open combat, not really a lot of hope for them. Yeah. Um, just kind of the vibe I got, but yeah, th- I mean, their storyline comes to a close pretty quickly, like, and without a lot of like excitement. I'm fine with that. Two of them die. One of them gets captured with Alaria. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alaria yeah. and her her daughter get captured. A little sad. Alaria didn't have a weapon on her. Yeah, she was just standing there. I was like, oh, can't use poison in battle. I guess. What are you doing? <laughs> Kiss me. <laughs> yeah, Yara seemed. When she jumped off the thing, like, what are you doing? I don't know. That's cheesy. When she jumped off the top deck. Oh, and onto mm-hmm. your Yeah. And then, like, do anything. Then she just, like, rolled over and got up. Like, mm-hmm. stab him or something. I don't know. Yeah. Why Try jump? something. Why, why jump, jump if you're doing... Yeah. If, yeah. You're, if you're just going to wait for him to... St- and then you guys are going to be face-to-face anyway, why take the risk of jumping? Yeah, just walk down the steps. Um, you got the of beating girl. the shit out of somebody. You beat the shit out of her. It's just sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like Yara. He captures her. Then Theon's big moment. And Reek shows up. And Theon. Fuck everybody. Theon. <laughs> yeah. I've said it from be- the beginning of the show, and I'll say it again. Fuck It's Theon. just continuous. It's continuous. Like, he has the opportunity to be to make a right, make the right choice, be good. But says you a piece of shit. Redeem yourself, and you jumped in the water. Piece of fucking shit. Yeah. I don't... Know what he would have done differently, though. Die. Yeah. He literally just talked about... I mean, Well, yeah, but then, like, uh, Yara would probably die, too, right? Sure. But this is war. What is he going to do now? 
Yeah, where's he gonna go? Oh, hey, I jumped ship and left Yara. Danny's not gonna take you back. I mean, there's still a chance that he could save her. I don't. Well, think it's, I don't think it's going to happen. But there's that a chance. wasn't why he jumped off that. Oh no, yeah. it was cowardice, a thousand percent. Well, what you were, you said? Well, huh? You said well. Um. Oh, I was at first. I was like, what is he gonna do? Obviously, he's gonna end up back somewhere with other main characters because the show likes focusing on him for some reason. But what main characters are you gonna end up with? I don't know. Gendry. I have no idea. I'm not really Gendry sure. Gendry finds him. Yeah, Gendry just up. rose well, past. So, yeah. so obviously he's burned the bridge with Danny. He's burned the bridge with John and Sansa. He, Cersei, I don't think would take him. I don't really see Cersei being someone who's like. I think, I think Sansa would take him back. Yeah, I don't think he hasn't he, burned I'm that. Say, I don't think that, he's burned the bridge, bridge is, with Sansa. Is repaired. Yeah, maybe because of the very because of the yeah, end. There's at least still one rope. Continue. And that's what I mean. Like, like you across. get these sort of redeeming moments with Theon, and then there's just so many more where you're like, still got to contend with John though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that'd be hard to. John, you didn't save John. Yeah, well, then that's what when they when Sansa and Theon leave Sansa's like no you come with me like I'll tell him you saved me and all that kind of shit he's like nah he'll kill me as soon as I set foot you're probably right yeah deservedly so uh and then what are they gonna do be like hey uh I was just with my sister and I abandoned her like he still has to own that and then I don't really know what his story does from here yeah but they did send Gendry on a boat for five seasons so there's a strong chance that he just, He's somewhere close. He'll just float on trash. Floats in trash till forever. And you don't have to share the door with Leonardo DiCaprio. You got the whole door to yourself. Mm-hmm. There was fucking space on that door. There was absolutely space on it. Um, I did think that it was pretty cool the hanging the sand snakes from the oh yeah the bow yeah 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 pretty cool for sure. Um, my last note on the page was fuck Dion. That was the last thing I wrote. This would be why my ten dollars are are under protest, because my ten dollars was for saying that Tyrion was the gift. Oh, I'm pretty sure he said that. Oh, oh, he wasn't the gift. Oh, I threw them off the course. See what I mean? Ten dollars, no, please. Because you Money, blatantly please. you blatantly said. Money, please. No, because then you've just blatantly lied. Well. When we play it back, it's a very clear, yeah, Tyrion's the gift. Yeah. We know that. You owe $10. Fucking pay your money. Um, Anything from you? <laughs> nope. Anything from you? Nope. This has been another episode of Dragons Dread Force, the Ultimate Game of Thrones Companion Podcast. You won't see me again. That's not true. Yeah, it's not true. We'll see you next week. <laughs> uh, see you next, whatever day this comes out. This comes out on Monday, so we'll see you next Thursday. Different. Different C-U-N-T. See you next Thursday. Weird. I had another rock name, but I forgot it.